This week on the BAMFCAST. We kicked off this force four years ago, and damn it, we finally got results. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to BAMFCAST. Hey, BAMFCAST. Episode 167. Whoa. AKA the four-year anniversary episode. The four-aversary. Four this is our first one we're not actually... Uh, Releasing on the birthday day, so it's, if you, if you want to know what that is, look at where the previous ones were released. Yeah, just check go. our wiki. It's okay, yeah, right. check a couple days ago, yes, but whatever. Wiki. Close enough. Did you start a wiki, Chuck? Yeah, I'm working on a wiki. Oh, cool. Neat. Thanks. Are you really? No, I didn't think so. Oh, okay. okay. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And I'm Chuck. And what we've done each and every episode of these four years... We're not going to do it. ...is uh, we go ahead and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. And then we come in here and we talk about it for the first half. And then these movies, they get uh, they get ratings. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies, get one to five jocks, as in robot jocks. Hooray! Yeah! And the bad bad movies, as in stay away, get the negative sliding scale, one to five bags, as in douchebags after Twilight. No. Boo. No. So. You. Uh, if you remember a few weeks back, uh, about five or so, we watched Cyborg Cop 1. Yeah. We did. Did we? Well, some of us I did. don't remember that. Yeah. You weren't here. So wait, you guys did this without me? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Course, totally, you. it was the best episode ever. So <laughs> it was. It was terrific. Yeah, we were done in an hour. So, <laughs> so of course, as the original recommendation was, we decided to watch Cyborg Cop Two from 1994. The Deuce. It only made sense. Mm-hmm. Follow it up. Yeah, because we wanted to be part of the lore before we just jumped into Cyborg Cop yeah. Two. Yeah, we, we would have been, been so lost, and we were happy that we did because it was first one's fun. But anyway, <laughs> plot summary: Cyborg Cop Two. Let's do this. Okay. A fancy loader cop loses his partner to a crazed terrorist during a hostage rescue. He settles for the terrorist going to death row in jail. What Jack doesn't know is that the terrorist will be taken and turned into a cyborg for the anti-terrorist group. When the cyborg Spartacus wakes up accidentally, he kills the scientists and their guests, then goes to set things up for a cyborg empire. Only Jack and a few friends know how to stop him. A few friends. A fancy cop. <laughs> a fancy loner cop. Fancy He's a fancy loner cop. Yes, Jack. thank you, Techno Knight, for the plot summary on IMDb. Oh, Techno Knight. That Dennis Miller movie. <laughs> yeah, I can, always, I can always rely on Techno Knight. Techno Knight down at... Uh, use those adjectives. Yeah. Down at Club 5. Oh, it's K and IT. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh uh, is he related to the Techno Viking? He might yeah. Be. <laughs> yeah. Jokes. Right. Yeah. So Cyborg Cop 2. So there's stuff in this movie that happens. So well, this uh, cop is a cyborg, uh-huh. and uh, <laughs> he no. has to go number two, yes. but he well, can't oh, figure out wait. his metal pants. A lot like the first one, uh, things start in the middle of a thing. Like the, <laughs> this yeah, Stark that's Raven. totally right. Well, I mean, like the first one, it was just like, oh, there's a hostage situation, and they're just rolling up on it. Like, no backstory whatsoever. Mm-hmm. At least with this one, we see Stark Raven, who is the big, crazy, bald bad guy yeah and um and his cohorts are rolling up on this cocaine packaging facility yeah. sure. know, com- complete with topless women and everything you know and dudes. like you do so that that gave our triple t ratio about 30 seconds 45 seconds after the credits. yeah that was quick yeah pretty it was quick. quick so they come rolling up and there's a sweet truck uh, guns a-blazing <laughs> yeah crash through shoot everyone and not very long after the cops roll up yeah, almost this, right away. Yeah, getting this big shootout. But they're all rolling up in like the 70s cop cars, like completely no, unmarked. The worst. You just unmark cars with the little yeah. magnet light little on the top lights. of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, of course. But they roll up and they shoot and like a lot of the cops die. And then <laughs> Jack Ryan and, and partner roll up on motorcycles. Yes. Kind of like, yeah, we're going to solve this. Which I don't know why they're there. They're DEA guys. These other guys look like just regular old cops. 
Because there's drugs got, there. Drugs. I, I know, but they're enforcing. I it. guess they were like the only two that got called, so they were, they were all you needed apparently. down the street. So they go rolling up, and, and Jack's plan is: I'm going to put down my guns and go talk to Stark Raven. Well, man some to man. of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he says he puts down all his guns, like which means two of them. Of them. <laughs> at least half of the guns he owned at the time. And while he's walking up, Stark Raven is telling his partner, uh, "This is the guy that killed my brother about a year ago. I'm going to kill him." Mm-hmm. Of course, you know Jack can't hear this, so no. he, he comes up and he's like, hands over the head, like, "I have no guns. Let's talk." And Stark Raven walks out with this giant, crazy automatic shotgun thing that he had. And it's about to kill him when his partner had ducked around and gone upstairs <laughs> yeah, and was like, freeze. You're you're selling Stark Raven short a little bit. Okay. Because he's just like. He's a little crazy. He's in Billy Zane territory. Yes. Because he's like, he actually kind of like, he resembles a bald Billy Zane a little bit. You but he's Billy just Zane? like, yeah. <laughs> well, he's a cross well, no, between Billy him Zane and has um, hair sometimes, Max but. Headroom. What's his name? Uh, Matt Frewer. Yeah. yeah. He's a little, he, little he bit did, like him But too. he yeah. comes out and he's just like. Fuck you, Jack! Yeah. Fuck you! Oh, he's mad. Yeah, he's, he's Stark Raven. Fired mad. up. Yes. Yes. He's, he's, there it is. <laughs> Get out of the way. <laughs> but he uh, he just comes out and he is chewing scenery like the entire sure. time yep. he's on screen. Yeah. But Jack's great. Well, yeah, he just yeah. blew up a cocaine factory. That shit got everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I didn't even true. talk about it. they have he has a confrontation first with the guy that they come to see. Um he keeps calling for him. What fats? Fats? Yeah, fats. He's yes. not fat at all. Yeah, no. well, his his henchman or his sidekick was Sticks, who looked like um, Che Guevara. <laughs> yes, as I think he yes. pointed out. Yeah, Sticks. Um, but yeah, he calls out. He calls out fats, and they have this like confrontation from like, guys up in the balcony. Yeah. He's just like, "Oh, my guys got guns." Yeah, then, uh, yeah, but all my guys got guns, and it's like, "Oh, yeah." Well. But they both chew scenery at that point. Yeah, time. but yeah, it's good. It's good scene chewing action. Yeah, it is. And and we should we should point out that this this is the kind of gunfight where guys are up in rafters getting shot and then falling to airbags that are off camera. Oh God! So many so long many stuntmen fall from balconies. Yes. Yeah. This could be falling stuntmen. The movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but if there is a railing, there is a stuntman going over it. Right. In this movie. Yeah, because in this scene alone, there's probably like twenty dudes that fall off rails and through open windows. Right. And yeah. But anyway, so Jack shows up. His partner has kind of sneaked around the side and gotten the drop on Stark Raven. Is like freeze and. He just, uh, oh, there's like one guy left in the back room yeah. who shoots his partner in the gut, makes him, of course, do the stunt fall. Mm-hmm. Sweet flip. And then, like, Jack is immediately like, oh, it's time to fight, and pulls, brandishes the gun from behind the fanny pack. Basically, the first time the fanny pack has come into play. Ever. Ever. Like, yes. It was in the first movie. He was wearing it the entire time. Yeah, the first took movie. anything out of it. But this is like, oh, so I guess there is a reason for the fanny pack. He was hiding gun, a gun behind it. Hides a gun. So <laughs> they get into <laughs> like, a, a little bit of a shootout. And then he ends up like getting a second gun from like his boot, and they, you know they they yeah. go back and forth shooting. For and a he little ends bit. up killing the one dude, like the henchman dude. But then Stark Raven takes one of the topless chicks mm-hmm. hostage. Yeah, and she, she the gets, only blonde she, hot she gets one very, that was there. Yeah, I was gonna say she gets very shy really quickly, which is weird because. She works every day topless. Yeah, and she's like, no, don't and look at my breasts. Guy, this guy's got me hostage. Well, this guy's got a knife to her throat, and yeah. she's like, don't look at my boobies. Right. That's like your first thought, really? Yeah, she's frightened. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But she gets stabbed violently. Yeah, yeah. She's stabbed and then like kicked off screen. Yeah. It's like, it's, well, oh, it's man, stabbed upward her. and okay. just thrown she off. Yeah. Yeah. And that, of course, like sets Jack Ryan off. So they start fist fighting, and then... Stark Raven grabs this giant metal pipe and then eventually pipe fight. Yeah, yeah, pipe fight. and eventually Jack gets one too and they're just like having this big giant Man, pipe fight. Robot yep. jocks flashbacks. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> we haven't had a good pipe fight in a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have, just not well. Yeah. Oh. You know, off screen, well, yeah. Right. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, I mean, they fight, and there's some really good thuds, and, you know, they, they do a good job. Some good beatings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some good beatings. That's the thing is, like, from the first one to this one, Jack seems much more able to kick ass. Like, he did some ass he's, kicking in the first one, but... He seemed very adept at ass kicking. I, yeah. yeah, he had some moves in the first one, but there really wasn't a lot of, like, hand-to-hand combat No, in the and first he does one. a lot of it in this. Uh, yeah. There were some moments, but not... This movie does, like, twice as much with him. Yeah, I mean, like, he does... I mean, he gets, like, into every situation he's going to ass kick his way out of. Right. Just about. I mean, whereas yeah. the first one, it's like... it's There it was a lot more gunplay yeah. than the first yeah, one. Yeah, okay, I can yeah. agree with and that. And car chases. Yeah. Yeah, so, but then, like... Stark Raven grabs his partner, who's almost dead, and then, like, is well, gonna- well, he says something like, his suicide rate in cops is pretty high. Yeah. Holds the gun up to the guy's head and just, I mean, very violently, just blam! And, yeah, like, just- you, you, know, you see Squib go out the side yeah. of the guy's head. And Jack's like, well, fuck that. I'm going to beat you to death. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He <laughs> yeah, suddenly goes into stone cold mode. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah. I'm punch, going to punch, punch. you. He gets and- about a dozen punches in before the other cops finally decide yeah okay this is the point that we should probably storm yeah, everything right. they've been watching this 10 minute fight go yeah. on and then well, they're like hey maybe you know we should go stop that guy amidst from this like the actual SWAT guys had shown up because yeah. these were the guys that actually came and pull them pull them off of right there, but they were just yeah they were just watching the rest of this well, yeah i love that they drag they drag jack ryan away and then as soon as he's like 20 feet away they kind of let him go and they're like all right, it's cool, man. Yeah, it's cool. And they just kind of walk away. Yeah. Well, like, like the second they let him go, too, like they look over and they're already wheeling away his friend on a in a body yeah. back. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's just like they pack that like, dude up. Damn. Quick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you didn't get any kind of like tender moment where the guy was like almost dying. You know, like Ugh. no, yeah, none of that. No, no, no. So yeah, <laughs> dude got um, capped bad. Yeah. But yeah, this leads to a uh, spinning newspaper that says Stark Raven. <laughs> you know, I, I don't remember this one was weirdly worded as well no wait a minute didn't didn't they show the scene before like didn't they show the the scene of them taking him out of the prison before the newspaper he they show him going going into prison the newspaper pops up yeah. to indicate that he's been sent right because the first time like they go into a cell like two like two or three guys go in to oh, get yeah. him yeah and like he goes nuts because i mean he is he's just on edge the whole time and so he goes nuts and is like fighting like six guys in his cell until they finally drug him you know they mm-hmm. shoot him in the ass with something and well they baton goes, him for like well, two yeah, straight minutes true. and oh, then yeah, yeah like, but then they drug him, him with, and they stick him on that cage gurney and that's when they right. wheel him out and yeah. they're taking him to the new transfer him yeah they got this like place. really pr- primitive hannibal lecter rig they got him in and yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they like put him somebody in, on just made it out of chicken wire. Yeah, yeah. Yep. they put him in, in this truck and you know, or driving him out, and I don't know. It's it's kind of it's almost a pointless scene, other than like he's being led away by some sort of government agency. Yeah, and they don't really make clear where he's going. No, it can at be first you just think he's being have, transferred or something. Yeah, but then all of a sudden it's like he goes to the Hurricane Centre. Yeah, all the <laughs> yeah, and all of a sudden it's like, all right, well, he's a cyborg now. We mm-hmm. make cyborgs here. But yeah, because like the guy gets on the screen, and he's just like, eh, this is Cyborg Two Thousand or whatever it <laughs> yeah. was. Like, yeah. it's much better than the other cyborg model. It's just we that have. They're, they're very unclear about that. Like that's what was happening right. there. Yeah, because you just think, okay, well, he's being transferred to another facility mm-hmm. where he's going to be executed, or whatever, or something. And we then should, all of a sudden, he's freaking cyborg. Yeah, he's a cyborg. Now, we should point out before we go any further. Uh, this movie is supposed to take place in Iowa. It was filmed in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Yes. So as we'll get to when some characters <laughs> pop up, it is very awkward in terms of trying to make it look American when it never does. Mm-hmm. Just like slapping like the U.S. mail logo on a mailbox or yeah. writing the words USA Today on just a newspaper stand. And it's like, yeah. most unconvincing <laughs> Iowa ever. So mm-hmm. get ready for that. 
Yeah. yeah, but, but he, we get the scene of uh, you know head cyborg scientist basically explaining how this model's so much better, and uh, th- these ones have emotions. We haven't completely taken that out of them, and but this little cool little device I have on my wrist controls them all. And in the event of a com- catastrophic failure, I push this little red button and they all fry. He's mm-hmm. like, "But wait, there's more. We have gadgets for them." And he begins to demonstrate that they've got a Gatlin gun hand accessory. Yeah, but and- it looks like it's like the size of a little. You know, like a little soda bottle. Sure, it's, it's, it's like it's not. Cool. Imp- it can't be unwieldy. It has to be looking. practical. Yeah, yeah. but because they have a little it, chest cavity where they keep all their attachments. Yeah, they do. You know, the it's action, like an action set, figure. Yeah, he's like that one He-Man figure that had all the different arms inside exactly, of his yeah. chest. Yeah, man of arms. Yeah, or, yeah. No, it was not him. He was a good guy. But oh, uh, anyway, sorry, trap jaw. Sorry, I Whatever. don't know, I know these things. Oh yeah, anyway, trap job. Yeah, but he's got. A, they got a flamethrower. They got a laser, and then apparently they got a couple other. He didn't bother to demonstrate like a knife. Yeah, they never mentioned the knife. But yeah, it, someone it pulls out that knife later. And it's oh, like, God. oh, where'd you get the knife attached? That knife's like a freaking sword. Yeah. yeah. Holy crap! But yeah, so this all happens, and they're like, "Great, yay, make guys!" And of course, they show Stark Raven like laying there, and we're like, "Oh, mm-hmm. that could be bad." Yeah, yeah, but he also explains that they have like Kevlar skin now. Oh yeah, and, and that they can resist six thousand degrees heat. Six thousand kind of, degrees. Some kind of super. Make a note. They've got uh, baseball caps, and he's like, "But because it does it, he's like." Look, it's a baseball cap. Or is it? Right, yeah. But he goes on to like blah, blah, blah. It's does got a bunch of diodes in it. And look, yeah. sunglasses. And then sweet <laughs> sunglasses. That- or are they? Yeah. Because it's also a heads-up display. Right, and yes. Enjoy- sunglasses are full of science. Yes, enjoy cyborg vision that is worse than normal human <laughs> right. vision. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't get why they don't give humans those glasses, because they clearly worked. Sure. So, uh, unless yeah. you wave <laughs> flare oh, yes. in yeah, front of them. Unless there's very large varying degrees of temperature difference there. Sure. Mm-hmm. Apparently. <laughs> unless yeah. there's anything that would obje- <laughs> obstruct your yes. sight at yeah. whatsoever. But then we cut back to Jack's at home and we see the kid, I guess the same kid from the first one. Doesn't yeah. really matter. That's the kid that he adopted. Yeah. With uh, the lady who Frankie? apparently left. Frankie was sure, yeah, Frankie. Frankie's the kid's name. Yeah, yeah. But then he's like, and then, like and then the widow of his partner shows up. She just also wearing out? a fanny pack. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yes. She is wearing a fanny pack. And she, it, she learned from her husband's death that you must wear a fanny pack right? to live. That's if, the if only you, way to protect yourself. wearing a fanny pack, he probably wouldn't be dead. Yes. Yep. But so, yeah, she basically just shows up because she's going to watch the kids so that Jack can go do murdering. murder time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he's found out that he's been. <laughs> his understanding is that, yeah, he's broken out. Yeah. Right? During the transfer. Yeah, because I think there's a brief scene where he goes to see his chief, and the chief oh. is like, I didn't tell you because I knew you'd react and like this. And the chief ah. is doing, like, the worst, weirdest New York... South African New York is what yeah, it is. South All African of New the York people accent. in this movie are doing the weirdest version of whatever accent they have. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. but there's that brief scene, and then, then he goes back home. And the I love the, the first shot of when he's at home, is he's got an ammo crate. Oh. Full, yeah. full of various and assorted rounds in it. And then he's got his saddlebags for his motorcycle. And he is just taking the ammo crate and dumping it into the yeah, saddlebag. He literally just, just pours it in. Uh-huh. It's kind of great. And then the kid brings yeah. in like folded laundry, like shirts and stuff. Yeah. And he goes, oh, thanks. And then as soon as the kid turns his back, he tosses it in the corner of the room. I don't need extra clothes. Like, doesn't even hesitate. I've got all the ass kicking clothes I need mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. me right now. Yeah. Get in the way of two, more guns. Bringing more guns. Clothes would get Clothes would get, yeah. Clothes take up space. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that's space. Just, it's the tender scene of like, hey, watch my kid while I go murder these guys. <laughs> yeah, right. and, she, and she basically is like, I, I don't need you to avenge my husband's death. Or He's like, yeah, okay. I got, I'm, I got a matching fanny pack. I'm kind of okay right here, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> then we, so we cut back to all the scientists celebrating. Oh, yeah. Hey, Hooray! we've made cyborgs. Let's Science have a party. party in the lab. Yeah. Well, the cyborgs have gone, uh, they're out of beta. 
So it was guess, the official yeah. release. They got gold. Yeah, the it's the release party of the cyborg. So yeah. they, I guess, have strippers or just I, ladies. I don't know who this she is. was just a lady that worked there, maybe. I don't know because they were awfully thrilled when she came out topless later. True. I don't know if I would applaud Maybe if the secretary a... in my office just walked around the corner topless. I don't uh, think I'd be like, oh, hey! I, I would. She's hot. Yeah, she's kind of hot. I don't know. Spirits are up. You know, I was like, yeah. oh, Everyone's look, been she drinking. took her top off. All right. I don't know. Good yeah. for you. That was a party. But, yeah. Anyway, it's the lead scientist guy. Yeah, Dr. Take, Cyborg. Yeah, Dr. Cyborg <laughs> takes her back, you know, and he's kind of like, hey, baby, let's get out of here. And so they go back into the lab and just start you know going at it pretty much in front of the cyborgs yeah and she's like can we not do it in front of those things and he's like oh they're not even human don't worry about it and this that works she's like oh all right and she's like oh well okay then they go over to a desk and move like a package of cabling and a cyborg cyborg hip (laughs) (laughs) just brush those aside start going at it on the desk well then she takes his little yeah she makes him take off the wrist control yeah and then just like throws it on the ground why did she do that because she's not because plot I mean yes because plot that's really like the dumbest thing it's the only thing keeping these things from killing everyone yes so just take that off and throw it on the ground because apparently Stark Raven wakes up enough to spot that that thing is on the ground and is like well no for the first like minute he spots the sex. He's yeah, just sure. watching them have sex. <laughs> and he's just, just staring like, at them with that yeah, dumb grin on his face. like, sex. <laughs> sex. Yeah. Sex. And then sex. finally looks down on the ground and is like, oh, bracelet. Not sex. Bracelet. <laughs> right. Bracelet sex. And then just busts out of whatever thing he's in and mm-hmm. goes and gets the, the thing and puts it on and mm-hmm. now he is supreme the C- the C- powerful. Team. Yeah, and the girl tries to run away and he fires like some kind of piece of metal into her back. Yeah, projectile thing. Yeah. Projectile static. Well, that's when she thing. falls out the door, topless, yeah. and everybody's like, yay. And then she goes, flump. And she flops over on a cake that's on a desk. And they're like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> She's the, ruined another party. That's <laughs> the backwards of how that's supposed to happen. Yeah. But yeah. they also, <laughs> I mean, the cake. Stark Raven also beat up Dr. Cyborg. Uh-huh. Yeah. Beat him up good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 Can't beat forget the, that. Tosses yeah. him all over the place. Yeah. And they bring all the and other scientists. You, you tried yeah. to make us slaves. Yeah. Now we're the masters. And yeah. It's this weird name is Spartacus now, by the way. Yes. But it's more Stark fun Raven. to say Stark Raven. Stark Raven, Spartacus. Spartac Raven. Yep. <laughs> Stark Raven. But yeah, during like the, I don't know, the week that he's been transformed into a cyborg, he's decided that cyborgs won't be slaves anymore mm-hmm. to the human race and they're mm-hmm. going to take over the world or I don't know. Yeah. It's an odd bit of motivation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's they, weird. Like one week of enslavement to humanity and I, I kind of understood that we'd have 30 years or so of enslaving the robots before they overthrew us and destroyed our our humanity. That's why you don't have your party at work. (laughs) You go somewhere else and have your party. Well, I guess so, but they had that swanky bar right there, right off the cyborg room. That's true, they did have that bar. It was pretty sweet. But yeah, they they basically basically gather all the scientists, and apparently there were more than one of these risk controller things, because all the head guys have one, so they... Yeah. Lot, you know, take them from all of them, and then he stomps all and of them. And none of them hit the panic button on them that kills all the cyborgs. Yes. Which was set up early on when they introduced the bracelet thing. That yeah. You just real, hit the panic button, button, and everything's fine. Yeah. But weren't they trying to hit their buttons, and they didn't work? Like, no. one of them in the background was trying to hit his button, and he was just smashing at his control panel. I think he just hit Nothing the wrong... Happened. I think he was just uh, acting in, inappropriately. <laughs> but so anyway, he was they, drunk. Yeah. They, they were all drunk. The, were the point of it is, they smash all of the... Uh, yeah, this is a very easy All takeover. the wrist things, and, you know, Stark Raven Spartacus is left with the only one. Starkicus. And then he's like, <laughs> we're done with the humans, murder them all. So, so they just yeah. start flying into walls and, yeah. and over tables. And then they burn the building to the ground. Yeah. 
and take off in their sweet and then it explodes. In their sweet, <laughs> <laughs> they take off in their sweet cyborg truck, right? Van, van, van thing. Yeah. They do have a cyborg van, mm-hmm. and then the building explodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And that Jack, happens. he's been given a lead by his uh, by his lieutenant or whoever the guy is. Yeah, Captain. and he's like, go talk to this guy, Captain and he's like, Sperano. he's supposed to be like a cowboy guy, right? But he's just not even like. Every once in a while, he tries not to have a South African accent. But for the most part. And then part, he just gives up and has yeah. a South African accent. Yeah. He's doing that weird, like, cowboy crossover sort of. Well, they have cowboys in South Africa. Yeah, but they don't sound like our cowboys. I don't no. know. Because he's even trying to toss in Spanish. He's like, I found nada, comprende? <laughs> Amigo. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's weird. He's well, like he's from South Africa, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yes, South Africa, Texas. Or Texas, by the way, yeah. of the British Empire. But he's, it's, he's it's like the one that's most... Africana. <laughs> yeah. That Texas sounds Africana. about right. Yeah. But yeah, he is the one who is most obviously just like clearly a dude from South Africa who's yeah. been cast in this movie. Yeah, at this point, it's just like, fuck it, we don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> just say whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But he, he doesn't give him very much information, but says, maybe you should talk to these ATG guys. Right. Which is, is a secret American organization. Yeah. Anti-terrorist group. Clever. Yeah. <laughs> they were not big on, not big on creative names. No. It's a government agency. No. So, you know. What do they do? Well, they're anti-terrorists. Okay. Well, yeah. ATG. But so he goes to the office to meet up with like the guy who's supposed to be answering questions for him. And that guy has and, a really bad Southern accent. Yeah. Oh, One of the worst Southern accents. <laughs> Yeah. It, oh, it's, oh, is this Trophy Guy? Is that yeah, what you're talking about? Trophy yeah, guy. Trophy Guy. Yeah, I think he's like an underling in this, what, what do I call it? The ATG. ATG. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, like he, this is the first time like he really kind of goes a little off. Like, guys, you're on the same side here. Yeah. Because he goes to see this guy and he's like, so uh, you know about Stargraven, huh? And he's like, uh, I don't know what you're like, talking no, about. No, we don't know who no. you work for the ATG. And he's like, uh, ATG, what, what do you mean? What is that? And, then he, he starts threatening him like he grabs his baseball trophies and he puts one on the desk and yeah. he's just like, tell me what I want. Punch. <laughs> he's like, dude. And he, like he lines up another one and he's like, oh, nice baseball. So I by Mickey Mantle. And then he's just like, so tell me what I want. Crash. Yeah, it chucks it at the trophy. Mm-hmm. Right. And at this point, the guy's just like, dude. <laughs> he calls downstairs. Yeah, he's calls like, him, calls send, him send all the dudes up yeah, here. Names to, like five different guys, yeah, right. like send, Murphy and Johnson. Yeah, and, and, yeah. And send Ted Charlie and Jack and all these people up to my office. Mm-hmm. And, and they, go, they come in and like he kind of looks at him and like does a motion. He's like, "All right, get get him out of here. Escort him out of here." And he, and at first he's like, oh, "All right, all right." And this is the first time he just looks like punch, 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 kick. <laughs> well, yeah, he's he like, just whips the shit out of these. Well, I love this one because he's using dudes to punch the other. Yeah, dude. he's yes. slapping their hand out of the way and making them punch the other dude that's in aim of mm-hmm. <laughs> that he does it like three or four times it's pretty great it's pretty awesome but yeah he whips these like four or five guys asses and then like well, he whips four because then the fifth dude comes in and is like nah i got yeah. <laughs> i got no problem he, he you, looks man. at all his buddies on the floor and he's like i'm not yeah. taking care of finally this. for once do the last guy do. in doesn't have that balls of steel attitude it's like mm-hmm. i can take him even though he beat up these other four guys he's just right. like nope i'm out yeah Terry was the champion and you just took him out. So yeah. never mind. But doesn't he just kind of leave on his own volition? Well, he or? also at one point puts one of the trophies on the desk. Right. Picks up this aluminum baseball oh, bat yeah, that's, that's laying right. around. Yeah. He and just smashes yeah. the shit yeah, out of it. I think that's how he leaves. I yeah. think that's like yeah. his punctuation. That, that, yeah. That's how he yeah, leaves. He goes, I'm going to get my answers yeah. one way or another. And then he leaves. And then like, this is when the guy's like, all right, trail him 24 hours a day. Right. Yeah, well, yeah. The, well, he calls the, the obvious squad. To yeah. Tra- he, he calls the chick at the ATG who was once none of this. She's like, 
you need to fucking take care, take care of, of this. I don't have time for this. Yeah. Because so she's, just, she's just investigating the burned down that. building, but yeah. she also has a tracker on all the other right. cyborgs. Cyborgs. And they just they just put two dudes in an unmarked car and have them watch Jack, and Jack's instantly oh. like, okay, I know who you guys are. Oh, this is where it gets even better with well, the he, way he wrecks dudes. Well, he leads them on a little journey through Iowa uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> to yeah. like a shopping mall. South Iowa. Uh, <laughs> yes. To just a shopping center parking lot. And then just w- rolls up on him and is just like, you know, so you guys are ATG, right? Yeah. And again, they do the yeah, yeah, ATG. No, no one here with those initials. Yeah, no. Yeah. I don't know that. And then they start trying Nobody to get out of the car. Well, he takes their keys. Yeah. The oh, like, yeah, hey, he takes my the, keys back. <laughs> he throws the keys. And, and he just starts doing this thing where he kicks the door shut. Well, they keep trying the to get out. Does and then like, one guy tries to get out the back door and kicks that door. And then another guy tries to get out the front and he kicks that door. And then a guy comes around the front of the car. And then he kicks the door open into that guy. <laughs> and then b- kicks it back closed to the guy that was then trying to right. get out. It's kind of awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then these, then the one guy like comes at him with like a little baton and he goes, oh, look at this stick. Check this out. And the guy in the front seat and he just pops him in the face yes, with it. Yes. Like just square in the face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, this is all, this is all like really good. Just hand to hand, you know, really sort of like the, 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 it's like Steven Seagal and three, well, three Stooges kind of, movie, but it's, like it's crazy. Almost Jackie Chan. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm the driver, saying, like, yeah. I mean, if, if it had been filmed better, yeah. but like the driver pulls out a gun and then Jack pulls out his gun and sort of like blocks it and pushes his, mm-hmm. his arm into the, the side of the car window. And then it's like still kicking guys while yeah, he's guys holding are, the gun there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes. Well, you do get the feeling like David Bradley might've had a little more influence in this one or something. And he's just like, been, and just been like, I yeah. can do this stuff. Let's yeah. let just me let, do some just of roll this. the camera. Let me do it. Yeah. yeah. And I like that. It feels organic. It doesn't feel like guys walking up and, you know, walking into set practiced motions. Yeah, no, it's just like dudes the way it works. Works. And he's, it very much, them, yeah. yeah. It very much feels like it feels more realistic as far as the fights go. Than, yes. Than yes. rehearsed, even though the moves he does are pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. But eventually yeah, he's capable. He, eventually I mean. he gets both guns and it's just like, hey, uh, stop following me. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm taking <laughs> yeah. your guns and leave. <laughs> right. He says, next time I won't be so nice. Yeah. After, After he's like, just wrecked. Yeah, dudes. guys are just kind of laying there and the one guy's taking the baton to the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, done with this. Yeah. Yeah. And it's at this point that the cyborg van decides to break into the official cyborg plant, right. which is in another area. Well, I think they were in a lab and the other place was like a the cyborg assembly. manufacturing yeah. plant. Like, I guess they were going to mass produce them. It was just a bigger place sure. <laughs> yeah cyborg like factory yes yeah. once again they very cyborg easily industries. uh break into this place because you know guy comes to the side of the van and he's like show me your hall pass me <laughs> well no first he's like he's like show let me, me in like i don't know were these supposed to sound realistic to anybody nobody goes hey are you a cyborg yeah because they all had we sound really cyborg yeah. yeah. is no but yeah, so they they it's only like two guards like guarding the gate, and they get right through the gate and shoot the rest of the dudes. And this is again more cyborg stunt spectacular as guys oh, are yeah. way up on rafters falling. And you know this is well, a, the cyborgs are using like their little grenade launcher. Yeah, to thing. to explode something behind dudes like mm-hmm. ten feet behind them, so they have no choice but well, to and, fly and their over laser, the their little laser thing makes a big explosion too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes, it does. But yeah, they take over this place pretty easily. Oh yeah, they're, cyborgs. Well, they're indestructible cyborgs. Yeah. Yeah. And do, they, do they even bother? Do they don't make any more cyborgs? Do they, they do? Oh, yeah, they do. They have to because at yeah. the end, yeah, I guess there's, they're yeah, just murdering okay. cyborgs. That's true. That's <laughs> so, yeah, they, yeah, they make some more. cyborgs. Because they start out with only four. Yeah. yeah. There's a and whole they bunch. They have a lot the more by the time they take over the plant. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah. That's when Jack goes and breaks into the the, uh, the library facility where mm. just someone's office where it's. I, I don't even know why he went there or. 
I don't know. Because it was where the computer was. Yeah, there was a computer there, and then he was like, I'll look on the shelf for discs. Yeah, he's he's basically trying to... Sweet floppies. He's trying to link the disappearance of Stark Raven to the ATG. Right. And so he goes there and finds some finds some five and a quarter floppies. Yeah. Hell yes. Yeah, Double-sided yeah. double density. Loads yeah. that thing up. 1.2 megabytes. Yeah. He's yeah. like, finds whatever this project is and yeah. has Stark Raven's name on it. And he's like, oh, well, yeah. there's it's the like, evidence. Mm, Take disc. Convicted felons. Click, click, click. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Stark Raven. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The yeah. first half of this movie, there's a lot of investigation that doesn't. We, pro- we probably didn't need it. But, but it's they all still, end the same way because yeah, dudes come in. It's all excuses for him to yeah. get in fights. Well, because when he's breaking in, he sees a uh, dog bowl yeah. there, and he's just like, oh. oh we thought there was going to yeah. be a cyber, cyber dog. Cyber dog. <laughs> a second. Oh. But yeah, he's, you know. The then, budget did not. Like, no. as, as he's about to get dogs. the information, you hear the dog barking off in the background. And, yeah. And, like, guys running up, and he's like, oh, and he gets computer that faster. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Oh, you dog. So, yeah, German Shepherd busts in with, like, three or four guys, and he runs out, hops over the fence that he climbed over, leaving the dog on the other side, meaning he didn't have to hurt the dog. Yay. Right. Yay. Yay. And then, <laughs> and then, like, these are the oh, super overzealous security guards at this place because... Oh, yeah. Put your fucking hands in yeah. there! Yeah. And then, like, he's like, you know, they take his gun, and the guy behind him who's got a, another baton is... Uh, so where he says something like, there's a badge in my pocket. You can check it. I'm a federal agent. And the guy's like, yeah, I'm Red Riding Hood. And he's just like, whack, just whacking him on the back as he's saying this is the shit. And eventually, yeah. like, after three hits, he's like, fuck this. And the- Well, no, the guy comes close. He's like, the guy's about to pull the badge out. And yeah. He goes, gotcha. Gotcha. And yeah. he grabs the gun. Yeah. But yeah. Then he proceeds to dude. beat the holy hell out of these guys. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Does some sweet, like, jump up on the pipes and kick dudes in the face. And- oh, well, that one dude that got kicked in the chest with both feet. Oh, he they had to that- pull that guy back because, I mean, yeah. he went flying. <laughs> I got jacked. So many broken ribs on this set. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, they says some do- joke to the dog and scene done. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Get in, get out. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course. So then he, I think this is when he decides to go and make a call to back to his chief. Well, he's yeah. gone. He's gone to that bar to talk to country. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Country Joe and country bar thing. But unlike the first bar that he was in in the first movie, he doesn't wreck anybody in this bar. No. He just goes outside to make a phone call. And that's when the ATG guys roll up on him and just sort of knock the phone booth over. Right. Which is the first time I've ever seen that. Usually, if you're driving full speed at a phone booth, your purpose is to kill they, the dude. They were kind of creeping. But they just sort of yeah. like roll up on it and tip it over. They were trying to send him a message, I guess. I guess. And it's kind of funny because he's just like in full, like standing in a phone booth position, but laying down. Like yeah. he's still got the receiver in his hand. He's <laughs> exactly. like, uh, Chief, someone wants to use the phone. I have to call you back. <laughs> <Yeah>. Click. <laughs> it's like, if you guys need a phone, you could just ask. Yeah. Yeah, and then I realized like after this, and you know, three the hard way, and other movies. That's why phone booths don't exist anymore. Because because people would... were always getting killed in them. Yeah, sure, must be it. Cars were always running into them. Yeah, well, that's why they stopped. Chuck doing, Turner as yeah. well. They tried. You know, they yeah. stopped doing yeah. the booth, and then they just had the little hanging on the wall thing, yeah. so people could dodge. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Not. Oh no, shit! No longer in a silver box. Maybe yeah. I can survive. Maybe. But yeah, maybe there's some sort of magnetic force field that just attracted car bumpers. <laughs> it's possible that all that metal and glass it's created some sort yeah. of just so tempting metal <laughs> tornado. <laughs> there you go, metal tornado. But he's laying horizontal, horizontal in this phone booth. Horizontal, thing. horizontal, and uh, and that's when Cowboy South Texar African guy shows up, <laughs> and like this is like, and he's just like, "Hey, buddy, what's the problem, oi? Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, and like so they just like the ATG. You guys just kind of fuck off and and then they kind of fuck of off yeah they just kind of pulls them out of the booth and they're like all right haha yeah. that was fun <laughs> i guess yeah. yeah jack just gets on his bike and is just like all right i'm gonna hunt these fuckers down mm-hmm. 
Well, this is, this is when he um, this is when the gas station scene happens, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, he finds the plant. And then Does he follows. He? Oh, yeah, the, yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. He rolls like, up on the plant. And like, just, I don't know even know like yeah, this how is, he found the plant. Yeah, this but, is weird because he climbs like all the way up these like like eight stories of staircase. Yeah, he goes way yeah, up. This is like some kind of grain processing plant. Right. You know, because it's got giant silos. I mean, it's yeah. in Iowa. So, you know. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. But I mean, it's a lot of that sort of building and architecture and everything. But yeah, yeah. for some reason, he climbs all the way up these yeah, the catwalk. And essentially, to get just to wa- the top essentially of just, just watch see. them get in the van and leave. Yeah. Right, and Starkraven sees him, like sees him up there, and they just look at each other, and then they drive off in the cyborg mm-hmm. van, and then he comes down and gets on his bike and chases after him. Right. Yeah, and they, they, they're looking for fuel because the humans have cut off their source of fuel. Typical humans. Whatever the the ATG has Those has cut off their bags. fuel supply, so they go to the mm-hmm. gas station to get fuel. Yeah, they're going to pick it up from the gas station. Well, yeah. Enough fuel to power big, this monstrous facility. Well, they go into this gas station and dude's like, you know, can I help you? And he's like, do you have any diesel fuel? And do you he's have like, any diesel yeah, fuel? Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's over there. And he's like, thank you, punch. Sure. <laughs> so, which is very courteous to thank the guy and then punch him in the face. Once again, convenience store and gas station clerks not getting the best of our movies here. No, no. no. Man, just run if you see a cyborg walk into your convenience store. Yeah. If you see anyone shady. <laughs> if you see a cyborg, period, sure. just run. Well, yeah. Or if I mean, anyone asks you for diesel fuel, just yeah. get that fuck yeah. out. <laughs> this is two weeks in a row that people have gotten yeah, fucked up in convenience stores. But they're, not, they're not done because they go out to the actual garage area and the guy's working underneath the car. And he's just like, hey, if you need anything, you're going to have to go to the office here. And like the guy just pushes him all the way under the car because he's on the little rolly thing. And then drops the car on him. And then, kick, <laughs> and then kicks a, the uh, jack creeper. out. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, yeah, kicks the jack out on the car and just crushes the guy. Yeah. And then, like, third guy comes around the corner and he's just like, like hey, hey, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, he's huge like, fucking guy. Like, fucking tugboat comes around. Yeah. From the- <laughs> and then he starts doing this. Like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? And then the cyborg's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. He's, he's mocking like, him. You need to get out of here. You need to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. It was actually Mark Henry, the world's strongest man. There you go, Mark. Look how, yeah. But then, like, was it? Look like it's a big giant yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah, he's just getting so mad because the cyborg is just repeating <laughs> everything he says. He's doing the thing your brother did. Here. Right? Yeah, it's just cyborgs. They're dicks, man. I'm They're not, like, I'm not touching you. <laughs> yeah. I'm not touching Stop you. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. Yeah. But then this dude, like the guy in the garage, not the cyborg, decides to wield a muffler. Like oh yeah, a yeah. comes out exhaust yeah. pipe. Just comes at him with a muffler and yeah. starts, you know. But that doesn't go very no, well for it him. It doesn't because it cuts away because there's also a lady and her like little eight year old kid have shown up outside well to get uh, gas you know to get gas and she parks six blocks from the pump <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's really filling strange. up the car and yeah. like he's just like i'm gonna go look at the cars because kids are like yeah i yeah, want to look kids. at shitty yeah, cars in a garage I guess. well you know south africa i guess yeah so <laughs> kids, they have cars, cars are kind of a miracle <laughs> you know, so the kid comes around the corner to like to the outside of the garage and sees the two cyborgs twisting the muffler around <laughs> this big black dude's, dude's neck. neck yeah and he's just like tongue out like ah! yeah he's just going ah! yeah. and the kid's just like oh he's got kind of a weird smile on his face like wow wow that's <laughs> you don't see that at every gas station i've never seen death in person <laughs> before that kid was a racist <laughs> he's pro-apartheid he wasn't south africa yeah it's yeah. possible but yeah so mom goes i guess inside to pay for the gas and it's just like sees the dead attendant and is like oh billy where are yeah. You? yeah but you know what i mean that first punch didn't kill the attendant the attendant gets up like two or three more times oh, yeah. yeah that's right oh and, he got up with a shotgun at one and he point he calls yeah. the police yeah right. and and that we didn't even talk about all the phone massacre in this movie because like <laughs> six or seven besides the phone booth i like in the beginning during the coke raid like they were just blasting a table full of gun or full of phones mm-hmm. and each each time one explodes it just goes Ding. 
<laughs> and, it, and it pops yeah, up. Yeah, and then, it, you know, so like he firework. tries to call the cops and, you know, Stargrave shoots the phone and it also flies against the wall and goes, ding. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the one ping only, you know. It's, yeah, but then he ends up, why like, were they, why were the there so there. many f- just phones sitting there? I don't know. I know. Hotline. There Dozens of phones. Some sort of pledge drive. <laughs> I guess. But yeah, the attendant actually got his neck broken finally. So he's yeah. laying there all. Like, finally, he's dead. Head turned around and, yeah. the, and the lady comes in to pay for the gas and it's just like, ah, uh, lady, let's get out of here. And like, for whatever reason, like I said, the kid was smiling watching this guy get choked with the muffler. <laughs> yeah. And then he backs up and knocks something over and the cyborgs, of course, hear him. And it's start a the, child. It's <laughs> a human child. Yeah. We must kill it. They get start it. doing the Terminator thing, like that very determined walk, like we are going yeah. to murder you. <laughs> right. And, and they have slow-mo kid running. Well, yeah. because this then slow mo kid is. fucking falls down. No, because mom is like, "Fuck you!" Oh, <laughs> she's gone straight she's, for yeah. the car and starting the car, and the kid like, yeah, the trips and can't you know gets up like, and then oh, he starts limping like he like oh, turned his ankle. Yeah, he broke his knee around. when he hit the ground. Yeah. Like but then, kid, like kids aren't made of rubber. Yeah, yeah, but still, this is all slow mo. So then Jack <laughs> comes around the corner slow mo on his motorcycle, <laughs> comes up behind him. Sticks his leg out and just kicks the cyborg to where the cyborg just goes whoop, <laughs> falls yeah, down. Yeah, he's like an inch away from grabbing yeah. the kid. Well, he does like a stunt spin, you know. <laughs> and then Jack reaches out and just grabs the kid. Mm-hmm. And the mom is already like, fuck it. And she's <laughs> gone. She's taken off. And so Jack is now holding the kid, driving the motorcycle. And they do this stunt I where... I guess in South Africa, you could do this with kids where they just transfer the kid. Yeah, just transfer this kid from motorcycle to car. It really looked like it was set up on one of those dollies where they had like... Well, yeah, yeah, but still, nothing... The kid wasn't on any sort of thing. I mean, they were still moving kids kid from... racist anyway. Oh, well, it's true. (laughs) That's why his mom didn't want him. (laughs) (laughs) So if he died, whatever. Yeah, so so he throws him into the T-tops of this car as it's driving. And then there's like this slow motion. She turns to the camera and is like... <laughs> right, and it, I don't even know what he says. He's just all like, sarcastic. He like, says, "Gotcha." Off. I don't know. <laughs> gotcha. Your kids are racist. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, then he whips around. This this whole scene is sort of like Superman two when they first like show up in the little sleepy town because mm-hmm. it, it's all shots of cyborgs standing real determinedly, and then you know shit blows up. And but he comes, Jack comes back around, and because well, the cops have shown up too. Oh, yeah. that's right. Because all the yeah. all the local cops have shown up and they're doing their freeze cyborgs or you know whatever. <laughs> you cyborg sons of bitches! Yeah, and they're getting wrecked by the, the cyborgs. Well, the cyborgs yeah, are right. whipping out all their accoutrement from their <laughs> from their chest cavities. Yeah, and uh, you know, the French cyborgs that worse. <laughs> <laughs> And are just, you know, jacking up the cops. The cops Cyborg are just bro. cars exploding and dudes flying all over the place. And of course, the cops are idiots. They're still thinking like, I'll be the one to stop this, you know, blam, blam with my yeah. bolt action rifle. And or meanwhile, what? Jack has gone inside and he's looking for Stark Raven. Well, he's just sort of looking. He's just investigating every dead person. Mm-hmm. It's like, OK, the attendant's dead. OK, that dude in the garage he's is doing dead. the video game thing where you go over and check their pockets. Even if they're your people, <laughs> yeah, right. you check their pockets for ammo, ammo. and money. <laughs> right. yeah. And this is the first time, like, doesn't he get? Oh, he gets thrown over the wall. Like he comes around the corner and there's Stark Raven and Stark Raven throws him over this wall and he lands on the counter in front of yeah, the dead. Stark attendant. Raven yes. takes him out because he shoots him in the knee. Right. Yeah. And oh, yeah. He's like, oh, oh that ow. hurt. <laughs> you shot me. Yeah. And Ryan just, Jack <laughs> basically comes up on it like he's going like, to handcuff yeah, him. He's going to handcuff him. You're going back to jail. Stark Raven. chucked over. Yes. Back to prison now he gets chucked over lands on his back on the counter then stark raven comes around the corner and 
throws him through the Does window. The yep. Defenestrates him, him through the window onto yep. his back. Yes. And then comes out like comes outside kind of in full <laughs> speed and kicks him. Field sort of, goal kicks him. Field goal kicks him like basically in the chest and the face <laughs> and again him. lands on his back again. Oh, but <laughs> he just, goes flying yeah, through the air just like, you know, fucking just field goal time. It's <laughs> But then it's, it's like so not great. enough because like the place starts kind of blowing up and like Jack's attempting to start fires and the pumps are exploding and all this stuff. And one of the explosions, I think it's like when he pushes the barrel over towards Oh him. God. Yeah. He, he, there's like this uh, big like barrel just sitting there waiting to be rolled towards the guy mm-hmm. and he rolls it toward him and then like Stark Raven Spartacus, whatever the hell his name is, he picks up the barrel and Jack starts shooting it. Yeah. And, it, awesome. and it explodes. And then like you can see the stuntman is just coated in the anti-flame goo. Yeah, because his hair is all how, slick back yeah. and everything. But again, just flying through the air. Flies backwards. It lands on his back again. Yeah. Dude's going to need serious chiropractic yeah, help. This this explosion happened really close to the stuntman, because like I said, you could tell that he had that yeah. flame retardant goop stuff on it. Just in case. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, and then like, just the whole place just starts blowing up and like, Stark Raven is all like torn up and he's like drag take me back to the base and mm-hmm. all the cyborgs drag well they, they blow up a helicopter and mm-hmm. oh yeah and then you know like a model, a model helicopter yeah. well yeah so. and I believe it's actually stock footage from the first film too which was probably stock footage from something else but <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, eventually like they get all in the cyborg van and drive off and then cops show up from the other side and <laughs> stop of course. Jack it's like Arrest hey Jack. you stop <laughs> yep. and then take him in and is this when he finally meets the lady? Yep. No, yes. they, yeah, they take her to the take him to the lady. Yeah. yeah. Who's wearing just giant suits, just giant business suits, like power suits. Well, it looked like they like were tr- David Byrne. Suits. They were trying to like <laughs> scully her up, but they yeah, they put her in stuff like way too big for her. Yeah, just shoulder pads that just go out forever mm-hmm. and just, you know. It was the 80s, right? No, yeah, this was, no, 94. was 94. Yeah. 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 Well, they were still hanging around there. But I guess, you know, South They're Africa got big. all our stuff late. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> They're wearing the Bills Super Bowl champion shirts. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, this is where hand me downs from Scully's sister-in-law, Sully. <laughs> <laughs> Sully. You mean Kevin and Sully? Sully? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Up in Boston? <laughs> I'm Data Sully. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Nice. But yeah, her, her name's Ms. Liz McDowell. Okay, Ms. Ms. Liz, Ms. Liz. Liz, the Ms. Ms. Liz, Liz, yeah. and and the best part of this is as soon as they bring him in, he just immediately starts hitting on her, yeah, like nonstop. Yeah, well, he hasn't had sex yet in this movie. Yeah, that's a good point, and he doesn't, he doesn't no, but stark contrast to Cyborg Cop One, right? Where he's just stark instantly just like, yeah. <laughs> hey, it's I know boning. we got off on the wrong foot, well, but the first one it starts off with him boning some random chick, like. That oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, introduced how to name yeah, anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So he got it out of the system early, but right. yeah. it's been a while now. Yes, he might have rubbed fanny packs with his partner's ex wife. We don't know. He might Something have might happen. Rubbed fanny, 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 rubbed <laughs> fanny packs. Yeah, but scissored fanny. Yeah, packs. I mean he's just like <laughs> fannies. He's immediately like, so you're the ATG, eh? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you put the uh, A uh, in ATG. Yeah, A. You never go ATG. God. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, he hits on yeah. her and she's eventually just like, get out of my sight. And there two two guys <laughs> are leading him out of the building. And again, because these like, are actually the two dudes that he wrecked in the car. Yeah. Right. It's the same dude. Because okay. they're sort of trash talking like, well, you're not so tough now. huh? Blah. Yeah. And he's just like, punch, punch, punch. <laughs> <laughs> like he starts 
Beat he the does shit a lot of kicks to dudes' yeah. chests. Yeah, he, they, like a lot of dudes well, got hurt in the does chest. Does a lot of good kicks. Him. Period. This the is, one dude yeah. has like has him like bear hugged from behind, and mm-hmm. he does the sweet move where he just like slinks. <laughs> he just yeah, puts, he puts his, his arm arms up, up and, and slinks, slinks down. out of his grasp, and then that's just, the best move. Yeah, uh, kicks one of them down the stairs because this is all happening in a stairwell, mm-hmm. and eventually like knocks them both down to the lower flight grabs their handcuffs and handcuffs them like through the banister rails mm-hmm. and it's just like see ya yeah <laughs> yeah and then did he, he goes, get a gotcha on that one too oh yeah he did a gotcha three or four times yeah he gotcha yeah pro tip never get in a fight in a stairwell that's no, not generally like, a good idea no, oh it hurts no. Just wait until you get down the stairs to start. Unless you're right. the ass kicker, then it seems to be to your advantage. But yeah, you, but you're still going to get tossed down one flight of stairs. It's possible, yeah. Usually, yeah. yeah. But then he goes back to the old dude's house to like gear up. Well, yeah, he's gearing up and like making some kind of explosives, and like before he can even really start that, cyborgs, two, two cyborgs, cyborgs. <laughs> through the wall. Yeah, suddenly, because <laughs> yeah, Stark Raven has declared that. Jack Ryan is the enemy and needs now, to be brought there. Now, why he knows this or how he knows this, I don't know. But yeah. immediately he knows to grab road flares. Yes. And their vision is based on predator vision, apparently, because <laughs> he knows they've got some sort of crazy. Yeah, because instantly vision. he's just waving road flares in their face and they're just. Yeah, yeah they're suddenly, like, they're suddenly running into each other. Yeah. Going. Whoopsie. <laughs> and this this goes on for a while. Like he's messing around with them, throwing road flares and distracting them mm. all over the place. Yeah. And leads one of them away. I don't know why, but like he's like, hey, old man, go deal with one of these cyborgs. <laughs> yeah, really? Like he's equipped yeah. to. Because he's messing with the other one. In the, and he, first he hits him with a uh, fire extinguisher. Mm-hmm. So that's like cold, oh, so oh, he wait. can't see. He says, freeze. Freeze. Freeze, cyborg. Yeah. Yeah. This scene goes on a yeah. long but time. Then, like, he is welding this cyborg yeah. for ages. He, yeah. Well, he cranks up. It's, it's an arc welder. Yeah. So he cranks up this arc welder and clamps the one end to the cyborg because he's metal. Cyborg's and then foot. starts arc welding the cyborg's yeah. arm and eventually is welds him. Is he like, just like welding him into a position so he can't move? Or is I, he yeah, shocking well, eventually, him? Eventually he welds his arm to a table. Then he's just like, ha, gotcha. Yeah. Ha. Yeah, that's, that was like his whole plan eventually to weld this guy to this metal table. Yeah, but the plan took 10 minutes. It, and yeah, meanwhile, the, while the cyborg he's kept doing waking all that. up and he had to keep hitting it in the head with a fire extinguisher. <laughs> yes, right. That uh, was the best part. Yeah. But yeah, while Every he's fucking around with this one cyborg, the other cyborg is out murdering the old man. Yep. Yeah. Well, with the giant knife. Gonna, yeah, that's well, what he pulls out well, the giant well, knife attachment. First, he laser cannons him. And then, yes. like, the guys, we thought he was dead. And yeah. he's, like, kind of trash talking the cyborg still. And that's yeah. when he pulls out the giant sword arm. Just like, blah. Yeah, he kills was gonna old die eventually cyborg. anywhere. Well, yeah, but still, might as well die by cyborg attack. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, he got that robot insurance. <laughs> yeah. But then he, then I think, I think he grabs one of his homemade explosives and shoves it into this cyborg into the chest cavity of one of That dude and then, blows like, up, kicks him into the barn. Yeah, yeah. And then Hal flares him and then kicks him into the barn. Yeah, no, well, he catches on fire because the dude blows the hell. Oh, up. Oh, I know. Right. But then House catches on fire. Everything. Catches uh, the on old fire. man was yeah. dead. So I know. So he didn't need the house anymore. Old man's dead, and like, and of course, you know, ATG chick has to show up and be like yeah everything you touch turns to shit and old man's dead and they're like wheeling him behind him yeah those coroners are on point but then <laughs> she then. says something <laughs> four years in the making yep yeah do we have the direct quote I, it doesn't matter <laughs> it really doesn't matter she just calls jack a loose cannon yeah yeah yeah, She's she like, says she doesn't happened. need a loose cannon cop running around. Yeah, there it is. 
Hooray. And we were finally like, yes. Like, I didn't even hear the rest of her speech. Because as soon as she said, I don't need a loose cannon, we're all like, yes. Yes. And the thing is, like, this whole movie, we kept waiting for the chief to call him that because the chief was always in that sort of like. Er, Jack, you gotta. But get how out many of here. movies have we seen where the chief is like that? All of them. Yeah, well, <laughs> every he, single one. I think he was the loosest cannon. I mean, because think of how many cops he beat up in this movie. <laughs> the loosest. He did. I mean, yeah, he is the loosest cannon. <laughs> he beat it's a my lot favorite of children's up. book. <laughs> <laughs> the littlest loosest cannon. Yeah, but it, oh, it it was so satisfying too, because especially in a movie this this much fun so far. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. this whole movie really is entirely in our wheelhouse. Yeah. Oh, pretty much. Well, yeah. Because like, everything we love. She chews him out about movies. being a loose cannon and getting the old guy killed. And then apparently she's just like, well, he fuck it. I'm on your side. Well, he goes, <laughs> listen, we both want the same thing. Mm-hmm. We want these guys shut down. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you've got the weapons. I've got the techniques. Let's do this. Yeah. And she's like. Huh. You may be a loose cannon, but I like your style. <laughs> you get results. She doesn't say that. Yeah, but no, no, essentially. But she basically says, all right, fine. Let's go do this. Yeah. But then, like, it's not like, let's bring the squad of dudes that I've had with me the whole no. time. No. No. It's just her and him. And a trunk full of guns. Oh, Fuck my God. Yeah, a trunk <laughs> full of guns. <laughs> An Gearing arsenal in her trunk. Yes. Gearing up sequence. Mm-hmm. Just giant bullets and grenades. This is one of the better gearing up sequences because, like, this is like artillery. Like, they're putting bullets that are just like grenade bullets. Yeah, basically, they've got one of those uh, rotating barrel grenade launchers, and Mm -hmm. they've got these special. What were they? Thermite grenade? Sure. Yeah. yeah thermite, like, we have thermite they burn grenades. at 8,000 degrees, 8, 000 which degrees. is 2,000 degrees hotter. Those, than those were what, those little packs he was slapping on, right? Yeah. The little mm-hmm. black boxes. No, 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 no. The thermite grenades were the giant oh, going inside yeah, the, the thing. Giant the ones that look like yeah. Daleks. All right. <laughs> yeah. <that's, laughs> yep. okay. No, no. Those were even a different kind of grenade. Oh, okay. With 7,600 pounds of velocity. Oh, yeah. sure. There were like French tickler grenades. There were all sorts of grenades in that thing. The bumpy grenades. Right. But the best they, grenades. Whatever oh. visual image you need to describe those grenades, there it is. All, but yes, like they are just and they are just slinging things over the shoulder. Like they, they're just they must be carrying so much artillery by the time they actually. And hit he's got a massive place. rifle with like yeah. exploding bullets. I mean, yeah. it's it's the total opposite from last week's movie where it was. You know, they have all these guns, but each person only takes one gun. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this, they empty out the trunk and all carry as much as they possibly can. Which is awesome. Yes, exactly. That's what you want for your but gearing yeah. up sequence. Yeah. And they storm in, you know, and they break in and the cyborgs detect them immediately. <laughs> and Stark Raven is so pissed. He's like, <laughs> he came alone with the, just the woman. Who the fuck does he think he is? Yes. <laughs> We're yeah. like... Yeah. You're awesome, Cyborg. Yeah. Well, like, like just, his anger is so terrific yeah. in that he's like, who the fuck does this guy think he <laughs> and is? And he keeps calling, like, get that son of a bitch oh, and yeah. those sons <laughs> of bitches and yeah, lots of sons of bitches. If you want to play the Cyborg Cup 2 drinking game, drink every time Spartacus says son of a bitch because <laughs> by the end of this movie, you'll be fucking toasted. Mm-hmm. Well, you'll be mostly doing shots here at the end because he's oh, just, yeah. that son of a bitch! Son of a bitch! Well, God, can you imagine, like, the guy falling from the rafters? Yeah, that's... Or the, guy getting blown away from explosion? Like, mm-hmm. either of those oh, would be yeah, a, a, a sip. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> You'll be in the hospital getting yeah. your blood transfused. Yeah, yeah they they <laughs> just roll through the, the power... Well, this begins... Power plant, manufacturing plant, whatever plant it is, just murdering cyborgs. Cyborg carnage. 
And, he, and like I said, he's, they've got all their guns, and then he's got some kind of little magnetic-y blow-up thing that he's sticking to some people. I mm-hmm. think. Some sort of yeah, yeah, detonator I mean, they thing. Are just, they're just running around, and he is just a couple shots with this sniper rifle thing. And Cyborg explodes. And cut to Cyborg just blowing the hell up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Her turning around, hearing, hey, what's that? Is that a Cyborg? <laughs> oh! Tap, tap. Tap, tap. <laughs> Explosion. <Boom. laughs> Oh, like, is that a yeah. pack of three? Yeah. I've got this law rocket here. <laughs> they just... Man, cyborgs become the easiest thing in the world to kill. Yeah, suddenly it's... If you have the right easy. gear, apparently. Yeah, not. nobody yeah. was using the right gear before then. Yeah. They should have talked to that chick earlier. Why was she not on scene for the... She, yeah, I know. She yeah. has made a major major mistake. She They're rectified take it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She yeah. did say loose cannon, so... Yeah, yeah. Makes yeah. up for it. <laughs> it makes but up for everything. Then, much much like Cyborg Cop 1, there's a point where they pass the bank of monitors and yes. we're like, well, we know it's coming because <laughs> yes. yeah, there's Spartacus going, Max, Hey, you don't want to kill me because I've got Frankie out of nowhere. He's kidnapped the kid. Like, normally there's some kind of setup. Like, we, the audience, are keyed in on this yeah no nope. this was a total surprise it was like, like, oh, like he showed up since like, he was him laundry yeah. yeah he's like got his metal hand around his neck like ha ah, look Frankie ah, <laughs> yeah. kill him and and Jack's like oh, why are you such a pussy why don't you come out and face me yeah. why don't you fight me are you just afraid to fight me and he's like come at me bro <laughs> yeah and for once the bad guy's like no no, no I got this I, I won no yeah, I, then, I, my way's easier yeah then he becomes Oprah because he's like I'm gonna make you a cyborg and I'm gonna make her a cyborg and I'll make this kid a cyborg and I'll make everybody a cyborg yeah Bees. Like, I'll be my slave cyborgs yeah cause he's if like you look under your seat you're a cyborg <laughs> cause he's like cyborg cities and cyborg countries and then everything's a cyborg and he's like Great. Why well, would cyborg that, fish? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Cyborg deer. And then, like, you know, they kind of get out to the big opening clearing where they could have had their final standoff. And still, he's just like, nah, I'm going to not fight you. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to make you a cyborg. And he's like, ah, I'm going to make this kid a cyborg. And then he's like, nah, I'm not. I'm just going to kill the kid. Yeah. Yeah. And Jack kind of does this weird move where he, like, takes out the cyborg behind him. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the point of that was. But then all of a sudden, he becomes. Errol Flynn because he starts he swings across and mystery rope shows up yeah, yeah. yeah. he a swings across unseen rope sp- kicks Spartacus in the face and they start fighting and he's like <laughs> well, the nice metal really nice metal yeah, clank yeah, on sure. that clank, yeah, by the way yeah. I, I realize I don't remember what scene it was but when you mentioned the clang there was a point where we didn't mention but somebody gets a pistol chucked at the face oh that oh, was that's when he was early. in the office yeah. when he was getting the, the disc yeah okay because he takes one guy's gun and another guy's oh, coming down yeah. the narrow hallway and he just goes and then just goes clank right in the face oh god that was I can't believe we yeah. forgot yeah. to mention that yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the clank of that just oh, yeah. brutal. that's just gun on skull yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he's, he's like Frankie run and he runs off to yeah, the side like, slaps one of the explosives on his chest and yeah, it blows up he starts blowing like little <laughs> and, holes in him yeah it's part of just like you son of a bitch yeah. <laughs> every time every time there's an explosion every time he takes any damage he's just like you son of a bitch well, like the third one he's like do you really think this hurts <laughs> yeah <laughs> well it kind of did because you keep saying son of a bitch right he's just upset yeah but then yeah. frankie the magical uh, kid is like oh look giant electromagnet <laughs> and he flips the switch on and this this market yeah. slow moving electromagnet starts coming yeah. towards them fighting and they yes. fight a little bit more and he blows some more of these little things up yeah yeah then and he then, does a sweet cyborg jump yes oh yeah, yeah that's a pretty good jump yeah but to then like, up on the eventually balcony. like you know kid flows a, throws a switch and 
Spartacus gets sucked up to this magnet thing. Yeah. And, just, <laughs> and he really loses his yeah, shit. Yeah, he's just like, oh, yeah. son of a bitch! He is just, he's got his Gatling gun equipped, and he is just firing, just spraying bullets all over the place. Like, you son of a bitch! <laughs> and so they, they, they move him over on the magnet and drop him down onto just a bed of electrical wires. Yeah, <laughs> and before they do that, she tells Jack, grab the right. bracelet. Oh, yeah, grab the bracelet. Yeah, so he hits the button. Like five cyborgs were holding her captive. He hits the button, and they all go and go. Poof, yeah, and yeah. just like light up like Christmas trees. <laughs> they all just start sparking. She's like, and she's whoa! whoa. Yeah. <laughs> she's just like, whoa! Yeah, I'm glad it wasn't touching one of them. <laughs> yeah, well, they were actually. Yeah. They were holding her. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, she gets away, and then like. Then he's just like, you son of a bitch, <laughs> because he flips on like this this gas valve and just starts drenching the yeah, the, this, the sparking Spartacus. Yeah. Like, that's the weirdest thing. This just tube sticking out into yeah, the... Into, <laughs> into, right over the area where right all the electrical, electrical, where these giant electrical are. wires are. Oh, we're yeah. all going, what is he doing? Because like, he's already electrocuted him yeah. and then fried his brain. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but so that wasn't good what was a, what was a, I think we're talking more logistically. Like, why would you? Yeah, have why would that factory have this gear? thing here? But yeah, what they set up earlier was that his partner's wife, right before they went off, gave him a la license to kill, gave him a lighter. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the DEA ten year lighter. lighter. Remember, yeah, rem- <laughs> exactly. Yes. And it was you know, here's remember your partner by this, and we were like, okay, I know what's coming here now. She goes, maybe you'll find a use for it. We're yeah. all like, yeah, lighting some son of a bitch on fire <laughs> right. eventually. So after he's been electrocuted, he turns the gas on and douses him with gasoline or whatever. He just gallons. lights this. Gallons yeah, just, and gallons. Just, yeah. It's like 100 gallons yeah, of gasoline have right. flowed out of this tube. And so he lights the, the lighter and he says something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you know, throws the bitch. lighter and sets now, him on fire. Now, we, you know, again, they like could have ended like, you know, the typical 90s ending of, you know, they walk outside ambulances and police cars are coming oh, no. But no, they come outside. And they're in full run and like dragging you know each why? other like go 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 and we're Get like out yes oh <laughs> <laughs> well you remember twenty minutes of of not real time but movie time ago mm-hmm. they had set the explosives and gone oh twenty minutes we got to hurry up oh that's right yeah yeah <laughs> they had set two explosives I which totally right. forgot about that until you just reminded yeah. me well because of they, really. they they were setting explosives and then had that weird awkward moment where they were like stuck Squished together, together yeah. yeah and just were like, like you know grinding hey, fanny packs together. I but sense yeah, that I you mean, like me. But they're running <laughs> out full speed, dragging the kid, dragging the girl, and everything. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's just like, yeah, it's a model, but that model blows the fuck up of oh, this yeah. power plant and yeah. giant big fireball. And yeah, someone's science project got blown up. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's just like, you know, giant big fireball, and then they kind of hug and movie well, over. Well, he, he's walking away, it. arm around kid, and then like sort of keeps like hip, hip bumping her. Like, haha, look what we just did. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. we fun. Yeah, it's she like, says something like, how are we going to explain this? And he's just like, man, yeah, I, I don't know. know. I didn't explain the last one. <laughs> yeah, vagina. I don't know. <laughs> he's like, he doesn't even care anymore. Yes, vagina. <laughs> <laughs> and then you explain most of your problems. And then yeah. credits. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fade out to credits. And then we rate it. Now, the one thing we did not mention in the entirety of talking about this is how weird the soundtrack for this movie is. <laughs> the ever-increasing organ music. <laughs> and how yeah. everything seems like the heroic music plays when the cyborgs are doing terrible things. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There is only one over theme in this movie, and it's always just heroic, uplifting music, no matter what atrocity is happening on yeah. screen. <laughs> yeah. Lots of organs. Apparently, all action is heroic. Yeah. Even if it's bad guys. But, I mean, as it goes on, scientists. the music just starts to get so churchy, and then it just, it almost turns into, like, the, here's Dracula music. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it gets kind of bocky, um, and yeah. yeah. Some of the opera a little yeah. bit. Yeah. It's, I don't know. 
They're yeah, just like, what? Just do whatever. Just hit, go hit some. Definitely some no chords. Stargrove on this. Oh no, no, no. no. but it's fun. But it's oh, it's fine. Yeah, weird. When the movie first started, I thought the soundtrack had promise. Oh yeah, it was. It started it was, off like it was cool. It was very Terminator-ish. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. synthy. Yeah, but it was hitting all the right beats, and yeah. notes for me. But then it just got. But for ridiculous. the important important rating, mm-hmm. I would like to take a moment and give this movie five jocks. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I was at four until actually I was, reminded I was me that they set the I was closer to three and a half probably mm-hmm. until the loose cannon line and that pushed it to four and a half and then just the carnage of the end of everything getting blown up yeah th- this is a five this is so directly in our wheelhouse and everything we want from these types of movies what did we what did we rate the first one was that unanimous five. four was it all fives yes that's right because I leave and you guys rate right. a movie five okay. Yeah. okay mm-hmm and this, I, I think this was better than the first one. Chuck? All around. Chuck's going to give it, like, two. <laughs> Chuck hated it. I can see. He doesn't want to speak. He doesn't want to so speak. So I I'm know make him speak. that he has bad news for us. You should go ahead and go. No. No. I'm going to wait for you. Okay. I, I'm so close to giving it a five. I can't. I can only give it four. And I, I'll, the only reason is because it is not structurally as good of a movie as the first one nope lies all ass kicking guys falling off rails but good structure I- <laughs> <laughs> and it blew up the structures very yeah, well yeah i understand all, all right, that so, i just so I, knowing I think that I, the first one the first one had an actual story to it this one is so just this one bad guy turns into cyborg it, the, i guess it bothered me that it's fucking the same character who never even acknowledges that he's back in a situation where there's fucking cyborgs everywhere he never even makes the comment like why am i the only guy on the planet having to deal with fucking cyborgs this That's guy just him. kicks like, ass on a daily basis <laughs> what is you think he ass? gives a shit well, yeah like, he's I mean, the loosest of cannons if there was like another movie and he was suddenly battling t-rexes he'd be like fuck oh, whatever i guess this i'm movie, killing t-rexes look, this movie's great i like the first one better all right. That doesn't mean that you can't also give this one. No, five. it does. I, it does. No, no. We've no. already established that you cannot use that that method. I like the first one better. The first one's a five jock movie. This one's not. And I disagree wholeheartedly. This so one's I, better. Than the I first think one. this one's still a five. I, I I like them both in different ways. I like, like them both. It's too. weird, but she, I will say this. Okay, I missed the chick, and I didn't think I'd say that. But I missed having someone for him to play off of. Yes. Through the middle part of the movie. Mm-hmm. And they that had it in the first one. But that doesn't make this one bad. Just different. I didn't say it was bad. You did. You didn't give it five jobs. <laughs> oh, you sorry. internet hated it. I sorry. You internet right. hated it. You're right. Yeah. This, this is just like the Avengers. Yep. I this movie would have earned itself four jocks had it not dropped the magical two words. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But that in and of itself is worth a jocks. So by the principles of mathematics, it has to be a five jocks movie. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. I love this movie. Did you did it's you great. see the part where the cyborg <laughs> was holding the giant drum of oil? Yes, I did. And then yes. got blown up. And then, yeah. and then the hero shot him <laughs> and the oil and it blew up. Did, did you see that? I did. I saw that. Did you see the two cyborgs bending the... <laughs> The I did. I saw that whole scene. The yeah, neck I did. And the little racist child enjoying <laughs> yes, it. Yes, I saw that. I saw all of that. Did you see the motorcycle? Uh huh. This dude rode a motorcycle. <laughs> I know he did. <laughs> yeah. He carried four guns. 
Yeah, I mean, and, and little he touches did like that, Kimbo like him just, shooting, him emptying the bag of ammo into yeah. the saddlebag. It's yeah. just great. It is great. And just oh, there's so much good stuff. It's in this great. Movie. You first, know, first one had first one had a personal touch that his brother was a cyborg. Yeah. Had had the had the goofy, you know, like look over there <laughs> the way he gets out of it at the end. Hey, how about the gotchas? And it had John Reese Davies in it. So oh. yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. I mean you can't They're both and, and apparently this one's on YouTube somewhere. At least that's when we got the initial it's not recommendation. Officially on YouTube. Yeah, I know, but when we got the when we got the original recommendation. Yeah, yeah you can, said it was on if YouTube. you want to go on YouTube and watch it, you can. It's gotta be edited, right? No, just no. someone threw up the same version that we watched and put it on YouTube, and because that company's probably out of business, no one cares. No, I just meant like boobs and stuff. When YouTube like doesn't have boob, oh, you can boob, have boob, 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 boob filter. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know how the boob filter works. Okay. Can't you have boobs on YouTube now? No, you're not supposed to. I thought you. I thought they had relaxed the rules a little bit not on that. that much. I think when you watch a movie, there's a way to like age gate it or something. I don't, I don't know. know. But yeah, Whatever. go watch it on on YouTube on and, the boob tube and tell us yeah, if we're just right watch or not. this movie because yeah. it's awesome. You boobs, right? So, shall we take a break? I think we shall. I think we should. Okay. Welcome back. Hey, hey, second half. All right. We're Woo. back. Four <laughs> yeah. years, man. Yeah. Woo. Craziness. It yeah. is craziness. It's so, like a college's worth of... Yes. This is like a... a yeah. This is your your bachelor's degree in bad movies. It's mm-hmm. four years of the Bamfcast. You would think that we've done our time. We've graduated and don't have to do this anymore. This no, is, we're going th- for our master's. This time. is a presidential <laughs> term. We're, we're in our second term. <laughs> right. Oh. Thank you for reelecting <laughs> us. <Yes. laughs> four more years. Four. Thanks, Hell Obama. Yeah. yeah, thanks, Obama. Yes, we might can. We don't know. Yes, we might. Yes, can. we can. <laughs> yes. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Dot <laughs> Now, get it. <laughs> that is awesome. Hang on. I don't know if it'll yes, work on the mobile app. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I did. Uh, uh, I did some calculations. Uh-huh. Oh, wow, math, man, lay some numbers on us. Nine hours, nine days, fourteen hours, forty-one minutes, and fifty seconds worth of Bamcast published. That's a lot. Nine, nine days. Nine days. Days. Two hundred thirty hours. Whew. Huh. So yeah, we should probably so stop you, talking. If you wanted to listen to the Bamcast, not including this episode, that's a lot about how long four years worth will get you. Nine days. Uh, so, you guys watch any movies? I did not. I did. I didn't either. Really? Nope. Am I going to have to spend like 20 minutes I'm, talking I'm telling about you, this man, one I've movie? I've been Hope packing not. and moving. And just <laughs> <laughs> I watched a movie that we've talked about far too many times, so I'll just say that I okay. watched it, and that's uh, I watched um, Safety Not Guaranteed. Ah, very good. Did you what like did it? you think about it? Tell us I, about it. I did really like it. Um, you did not? No, I did. Okay. Uh, there, there's one little side plot that I won't mention, because it's not really spoilery. It's just... I wouldn't even call it a side plot. It's like a weird little thing that they threw into the movie, and it's like, does that have any purpose whatsoever? Oh yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean, it was like it was just like it's like it's a quirky thing in the movie, like, and I don't understand. Like, yeah, I, I, I thought it was going to have something to do with the plot, something, yeah. you know. But like, it just I attributed doesn't. that to just like quirky indie yeah. character, yeah, and, thing. and it was just like a, just like one of the one more thing to explain why right. this is like it is. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I was, I think. 
my, maybe my problem was is I watched this with Shiny Lights Destrel, so immediately when anything has anything remotely scientific or whatever, he starts going into overanalyzation mode sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, okay, maybe, but I, you know, whatever. Let's not overthink this. But my my ultimate takeaway from it is I think it's kind of fascinating that you can make a pretty strong little charming independent movie based on four lines of wacky classified ad that somebody, you know, some person wrote as copyright. And yet you can take something like that has a, you know, a hundred years worth of lore in Sherlock Holmes and make a pretty overly kind of crappy big budget movie. I mean, it's just funny. It's like, it's, it's not the source material. Sometimes it's just like, you know, a little tiny ad like that can spark somebody's imagination to go, I've got a script I can write for that. And well, and that's, that's just the thing. Like somebody just was like, huh, I should write a movie about a weird time traveler. It's not it's not necessarily just like this. Right. I mean, that no, kind no. of is just it's, all the it's source kind material. Of the, yeah, but it's kind of the genesis of it. But I mean, it's like... It's that it, spark when you see something like... If you're a creative type and sure. you're, you're driving down the road and you see like a, a swan yeah. flying or yeah. uh, whatever. And you're like, ah, I've got an idea. I'll write a movie about a swan that does something sure <laughs> obviously i'm not the one of those creative types because and i couldn't even fly come. away home no uh, sure homeward bound for but i'm just uh, saying like you know people are always like oh there's no more original ideas in hollywood hollywood's dead blah blah, blah. i'm like it doesn't take anything you know four lines of wacky internet yeah. meme can spark a, a fairly charming movie so mm-hmm. but like i said i feel like we've talked about this movie too much so yep hmm um, so a movie that I've seen plenty of times that I watched is uh, I rewatched L.A. Confidential. I hadn't seen that in a long time. Yeah. God, that movie is still so good. Yeah. That movie is just amazing. I need. I may need to borrow that from you. That's one I regretted selling. Yeah. When I sold off a bunch of my collection. That, that movie just to me holds up on so many levels. I don't think I've ever seen it. Which is I'm going to be a Chuck surprise like to it. no one. I I'm not going to say I don't like it. I just need to see it again. I hated it with intense passion when i saw it in the theater wow what okay i have not seen it since then i what brought about that reaction in you i don't know i i don't i don't remember a thing about it so i can't it's not fair for me to judge it now i just remember my friend and i were so incredibly bored by it and my friend actually threw his shoe at the screen he was so angry yikes (laughs) wow like in a theater that's shocking we we worked in the theater so we were the only ones there I just remember that being the first Were time you I saw watching Guy this Pierce. in Baghdad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. sign of protest. I disapprove of this movie. Yeah. Shoo. Yeah, but that was the first time I saw Guy Pierce, and I was like, "That guy's kind of awesome." Like, I, thought, I, I, I was more was impressed with him than Russell Crowe, wasn't it? No, no, it was uh, like '97. Yeah, that's true. Before, yeah. Yeah. But that, and that was also the first time I saw Russell Crowe. But I didn't think that much of Russell Crowe in it, to be honest. You I hadn't seen like, Virtuosity? Nah. <laughs> Jesus, that, that was in my phase of like, if it looks like shit, I'm not watching it. Mm. Oh. Back when you were, a we broke you of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, so, yeah. I don't. I, had not I don't Virtuosity. have any opinion of it right now. Either way, I just need to see it again. Okay. And um, almost forgot. I, I watched a movie I had not seen that I'll talk briefly about. <laughs> what? Um, this is not like Project uh, Clean Off the DVR is not in effect anymore. But Aww. I did watch something off my DVR. <laughs> oh, I just realized I didn't have to clear it off. I could save stuff. But I watched the movie Hesher. Hesher. That's got jiggle in it. It does have jiggle in it. I Joseph Gordon Levitt. It's got Joseph Gordon Levitt, Natalie Portman, and I'm trying to think who else is in it. That's about it. I mean, uh, uh, Rain Wilson and a couple other people are in it, but in kind of smaller roles. Hesher. Yeah. A little independent movie. But um, it's one of those movies where it's like, 
okay, here's a movie that you put on your resume of like, holy shit, acting wise. Because Joseph Gordon-Levitt in this movie is fucking awesome. And like, in a really weird way, because like, he plays this sort of anarchist metalhead guy. The whole thing takes place like uh, in some indeterminate time in the late 80s, basically. And it's almost hard to explain the plot. Because it's like, there's this little kid who's kind of living this shitty life and he's just lost his mother and like some bullies are picking on him and somewhere along the way he at first like he angers joseph gordon levitt's character who is hesher that's who the hesher is is that's his name Mm -hmm. and like he's like also picking on the kid and then like all of a sudden he just like shows up at his house and he's like where's your washer and dryer i'm doing laundry and he just kind of like moves himself into this house with (laughs) with rain wilson and this kid and the grandmother and it's a little hard to explain, but he's just like this crazy anarchist metalhead, and just it's an amazing performance. Mm-hmm. And like you know, he kind of ends up like turning around and helping them and stuff. And it's a hard movie to explain, but goddamn, it's fun. Does it tug on your heartstrings? Not really. No, I mean it's <laughs> it's it's, no. it's not really that kind of thing. I mean, there's like there's a little bit at the end that's just like kind of cool, and you know people getting their comeuppance and things like that but it's just it's like a come up it's it's a fun weird little movie Hmm. that i really ended up liking that i've been sitting on my dvr for a long time and i was like i should probably watch this finally and i was glad i did yeah i've seen the scene with the car accident and that made me want to watch the rest of the movie okay because like somebody posted that clip on YouTube or something like that. Yeah, I was I like, mean, it's, "Wow, I probably need to watch this movie." Yeah, and I, then I just never got around to watching it. It's that. a it's an extremely hard movie to categorize or describe. Even it's just I really liked it, and you know, performance wise, it's just full of great performances, especially Jiggle. Mm-hmm. What'd you watch, BJ? I watched another old ass movie. Um, <laughs> old ass. Yeah, I watched <laughs> the Jungle Book because I had never seen the Jungle Book before. What? Wait, like. The animated one? Yeah, yeah, Disney's animated The Jungle Book. I thought you didn't that, watch the 90s live action The Jungle Book. I thought that was uh, one of your favorites. No. I know you like Robin, Robin Hood. Hood. Yeah. Robin Hood, yeah. I thought, I thought yeah. you listed that somewhere along the way, too. Um, no? I may have mentioned it sort of in that kind of vein, but I've never, I'd never seen The Jungle Book until now. and That movie's racist. <laughs> just a little <laughs> fucking bit. Um, yeah. I'll, man, there is no shortage of racism in disney movies but yeah um especially the older you go yeah uh yeah the whole king louis monkeys bit is exquisitely racist but (laughs) (laughs) it excels at being racist oh yeah it sure does um is that the one with the magpies in it or is that no it's got that's that's a dumbo yeah dumbo has the the racist magpies Right. right um so much racism yeah the birds in this one are the only birds in this one are um like British vultures for some sure. reason. Like there's the British vul- vultures, the racist orangutan, the British infantry elephants. Um, and then Baloo the bear, AKA uh, little John, AKA right. every single bear that's ever existed in, in Disney um, mm-hmm. voiced by Phil Harris. And this is the movie that if you haven't, like if you haven't seen it, and you don't already realize how much Disney reuses animation, this will cement it. Because if you've seen all the other animated Disney movies, you will see where all of the other characters came from. Like, mm-hmm. Baloo and Prince John are the 
or not Prince John and Little John are the fucking same bear, the same voice actor. The snake in this one is the exact same snake from Robin Hood. Um, the this was irritating you because you love Robin Hood so much, and so it wasn't irritating me. It was just like Jesus Christ, hmm. they were, that's really fucking lazy. Well, for most people, like, wasn't it the other way around? I mean, Jungle Book came before Robin Hood, right? right? Yeah, yeah, right. Oh yeah. Um, so you should be mad at Robin Hood. No, I, I, I actually, I, know, I, I, en- I enjoy it more. And I, it's not like I, I disliked Jungle Book. Because mm-hmm. um, if I say I dislike Jungle Book, then I'm sure I'm going to get firebombed by plenty of people. Um, oh but I just, I, I wasn't too thrilled with it. Um, I don't know. It's, the, the older the Disney movie you go to, sometimes the harder it is to watch. Yeah. And I mean, it, sadly. I mean, it's, it's. It has that good, you know, animated Disney animated look that I like. I mean, I I like the way that looks, and it's not a terrible, you know, it's not terrible story wise. But like, the kid voice actor is exquisitely annoying. Oh yeah, that's that. Um, that was a staple of some. I mean, like, like Cinderella the mice. Oh god, like Cinderella, Cinderella. Yeah, but that's probably adults doing that. <laughs> I, I this know. this is a, a kid. Like the director's son <laughs> is the one that did the voice for for Mowgli Mm -hmm. and it's just the most wooden terrible child acting in the world Um, at least it's not screaming all the time but Mm -hmm. I don't know it's 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 interesting and I'm I'm glad I watched it to help complete my you know my Disney experience I guess but (laughs) yeah um, and it's super short anyway it's like 65 minutes or something ridiculous it's like it barely qualifies as a movie yeah it's and it's it's something that you don't have to pay too much attention to. I was making pretzels also. Um, Wait, what? I was making pretzels. All right, sir. Yeah. They were delicious. I bet um, they were. I guess it's okay. <laughs> All right. But like, if you... <laughs> the Jungle Book. It's okay. And I, I don't even feel like you have to watch it to be fluent in Disney at all. Um, but... It's not one of the giants. No. Um, nah. The thing that would have been my favorite thing about this, I actually like better in Robin Hood, which is the Phil Harris big bear character so mm-hmm. big bear big bear yeah <laughs> big bear chase me mm-hmm. and big it all <laughs> and it also reminded me again of how much i like robin hood so and that's never a bad thing no man the the 90s remake has a lot of people in it sam really? neill and john cleese and carrie always and i'm gonna have to watch that again live action. Yeah, i didn't understand why they started trying to make live action versions of everything in the 90s was it just because it's like we have cg so we can do some of this stuff from the director the of rights. the mummy that's why we have the rights and we can do it really steven so, summers did that one yeah i did not realize that yeah Ooh. you mean the director of gi joe the rise of cobra yes okay Yes, I so, do. Yeah, the Disney movie hard. that most people probably haven't seen that absolutely everybody should see, They're Rescuers. Yeah, oh, Rescuers yeah. is pretty good. What about The Rescuers Down no. Under? I mean, it's not terrible, but it's not <laughs> no. on the same level. Okay. Is is uh, the Fievel American Tale no, movie? Don Bluth. Don Bluth. Don Bluth, okay. Don Bluth. Fievel Goes West. Yeah. I couldn't Somewhere remember if those are Disney or not. Out there. Yeah. Beneath, Beneath the pale moonlight. <laughs> oh, Chuck's singing to me. Yeah. And Harlow's singing to me. Yeah. I feel so special. Yeah. Somewhere out there. Steven Summer started out at Disney. Out where Didn't we all? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because he also did The Adventures of Huck Finn. Another, yeah. Another garbage movie. Aw. Another racist movie. Yeah. Racist. racist. <laughs> hey, at least I didn't watch Song of the South. Ron Perlman. I don't think you can. Can you? You can find it somewhere. Oh, no, you sure. can find it. I remember seeing it when I was little, and I just 
don't remember any of it. I, I saw it in the theater. When we I had a, a tape that had like certain selections of songs and certain parts of Song of the South. Like they, they, yeah, I had an audio tape of that. Oh, it, I, it was a VHS I saw tape. Of, they, I saw Song of the South in the theater. Yeah. I Wait, wasn't didn't Song of the South come out like a hundred oh, years like ago? Forties. Yeah, yeah. It yeah came but out, it was but released they, all the way through the early eighties. Yeah, I was didn't, gonna say, they, didn't like, they clean it up? The, like, didn't no, they cut out some of the, the early really part, racist stuff? The early part of okay. the eighties was the last time I think it got a theatrical release, and I okay. saw it when I was or any mean, sort of release. That Did may have really? been that may have been the tape that I had because okay. I clearly remember the whole um, zippity doo always recorded zippity doo dah. Yeah, and and some of the other Tar Baby stuff. Yeah, all that. Yeah. Jesus, racist! Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the racist cast. Now, when someone in the uh, uh, comments is pointing out uh, Pete's Dragon, uh, I remember Pete's Dragon. The uh, the live action animated ones are great too, like Pete's Dragon, Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. Oh, I mean, even yeah. Mary Poppins really is part animated too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, all those are great. Like when they started doing that stuff, yeah, there's well, some good, oh, shit. good ones there. Mary Poppins, the the that animated sequence from that is just astounding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Song of the South was re-released to theaters in 81 and 86. Gotcha. Oh, 86, that late. Yeah. Wow. That's Man. probably when I saw it. We need to dig up a VHS tape. We didn't give it. a shit in the 80s, did we? Everybody was no. too coked up to care. They just wanted yeah, more, that's true. more nose fuel. More <laughs> <laughs> nose fuel. fuel. Nose <laughs> diesel. <laughs> yeah. Let's load up on the cocaine and go see Song of the South. Yeah. No, they, well, were, I mean, they te- were re-releasing te- Song of the South so they could buy more cocaine. Yeah, right. Mm. Technically, Song of the South fits in that category of the live action animated i mean you know, yeah, it yeah. Does, yeah. yeah i mean there's there's a bunch of them there. oh god don't <laughs> stop no yeah. let's just stop what? the best thing to come out of that was that it inspired fletch lifts <laughs> well the, the, here, no the weird the weirdest thing about that about no. the fact that it's a song of the south and how like disney is like this does not exist yeah is that they based fucking splash mountain around the movie that they i know they mm-hmm. swear does not exist i know i'm like mm-hmm. What? You're know. like, what are your biggest, like, the tallest ride in Disney World? You've got, you're going to say, like, well, we don't know what this is, this music is. Or yeah, I'm really, these characters. I'm still surprised that they never even attempted to put out one of those, uh, the Disney collector's editions that mm-hmm. were, like, the steel book, you know, the steel casing that mm-hmm. had the, you know, like, they had the war films and well, oh, yeah, yeah, because they released some the horribly ones. racist stuff in the name of the archives of yeah. you know like hey world war ii you know we were putting propaganda out there sorry it's really racist but leonard malton's here to hold your hand and tell you it's okay yeah because i mean those sets <laughs> were really well made yeah they were like those were some amazing sets that they put well, out the, yeah, I mean, with that stuff and they never yeah i always figured that that's where they would have put song of the south at some point and i guess they just felt it was too racist That's to do a, it maybe leonard malton even just with, wouldn't put up with that yeah shit. even with somebody <laughs> no I, you know I mean, I, maybe no. the, i don't know i disagree yeah, I, I mean like song in the south i think gets a little bit too much rap bad rap put on it because i mean if you look at like the warner brothers side of the cartoons they were yeah. doing worse shit during oh, world God. war ii yeah like i mean and they put that out on like there was a set those like when when they were doing the looney tunes golden collections yes. i think it's the fifth or sixth one they were like this is the band shit that you won't see anywhere else yeah like, like yeah, like it had labels on it. Like, don't. This is not for your kids. This is for the collection. Like, because I mean, there's like, you know, there's some crazy, crazy ones. Like that, you know. The, I remember seeing a lot of those. Like growing up, they were still running some of them. Yeah, up to a certain some point. Of the old black like, and white. Well, like, well, not even that. But like, I mean, there was like they did that weird like Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. That one that was like that was super racist. But then like all their war propaganda ones were like the draft dodger one with yeah. the you know super crazy Hitler caricatures and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, a lot of those were still ra- running like. 
yeah when i was a kid and but to be also- clear it is okay to be racist against germans that's still hey, okay. Oh, is it? Hey. Perfectly hey. okay. All, wait, hey. all Germans? No, just Nazis. That's like a. Well, yeah, that's, 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 that's what a, I'm saying. That's a small subset. Hey. Of yeah, I know. I, hey. German hey. does not equal Nazi. Yeah, exactly. Even I'm Germans hate Nazis. Nazi. Yeah. I'm a half German well, idiot. We'll see that's why that. we only half hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lock you up for that. Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, the Gypsy. Warner Brothers ones, I think, are, are far, they, they did far worse things than Disney ever did. I mean, even Song of the South. Hey, Disney I mean, himself it was, a different was, time. was yeah. quite yes. a horrible racist, yes. but I mean. Mr. Disney <laughs> was an awful, awful man. Yeah. Who brought a yeah. lot of joy into children's homes and hearts. While filled with hate. Let, let's, right. let's put it this way. A lot of people in, in history were not as rosy and great as we point them out to be. Right. Like Hitler. Santa Claus has killed hundreds of people. <laughs> Hitler was not nearly as nice as history has made him out to be. Right. What? Anyway, <laughs> how about we do some contact information? Now we got nobody's mails. Listening. Oh, we have, oh, the fuck yeah, we have Woo! mail. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anniversary sorry, mails. Sorry. Viewer mail. Wish us a happy anniversary, people. Happy anniversary. Happy <laughs> we don't have any of that. We didn't really notify people. To no. us. Okay. We should have made an event. Anniversary. Anniversary. It's our anniversary. Where's the next verse, dude? Come on. That we started it. the chorus. Can we go to Denny's and get a free dinner? Because it's our anniversary. They really do that? I don't know. Oh. So I was awesome. gonna get married so that I can go get a free dinner at yeah, Denny's. Don't every... do that. Man, I don't know. I have that to look forward He's, to, I don't mean, I? That guy. Mackie's doing it. He's gonna get He'll some be our free test shit. Case, yeah, he's gonna get yeah, some man. free shit. Like you're gonna be able to go to like Best Buy and register, and like, <laughs> he will get nothing from Best TV Buy. And... Nothing he will get from Best Buy if he goes. I already tried I that. I <laughs> did you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> you didn't get shit. Didn't work. You can register through Amazon though. Ooh, so. nice. Yeah, and Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah, Triple B. You know it. So, William Sonoma. Uh, first mail we got here. Uh, this was actually on Facebook, but uh, oh. Tim Jarrett said, Have you guys done Man from Hong Kong yet? If not, I highly recommend it. It's an Ozploitation film starring recently sacked Bond, George Lazenby. In the documentary <laughs> Not Quite Hollywood, Tarantino calls it his fave Ozploitation film. Fun facts. One, in a scene where a car explodes and rolls, there looks like a great CGI shot of the door coming straight at the camera. It wasn't CGI. The door missed the camera and director by two feet. For realism, they asked George Lazenby if they could set him on fire instead of a stuntman. So you actually get to see a Bond on fire. <laughs> Apparently, the scene went bad and George got seriously burned. He also panicked and nearly set the studio on fire. Mm-hmm. Three. Apparently, the martial arts dude, Yu Wang, was repulsed by non-Asian women and during the numerous takes with Aussie beauties, let his feelings be known for your consideration. That's all sounds good to me. Man yeah. from Hong Kong. If you guys have not seen that documentary, you really need to watch it. Yeah, I know. It's solid. I mean, just an amazing look at the world of stunt rock. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I remember that segment from that movie thinking like, well, part of me really wants to see this and part of me wants to never encourage so any is of this it behavior. Like late 60s, early 70s? Like, is it that old or is it? Yeah, it's early Because I know 70s. a lot of the exploitation was late 70s more like but the, the 70s was the heyday of the exploitation okay. that so was the whole 70s. earlier okay than later but yeah play yeah, yeah i, I want to see george lazenby on fire i'm cool with it <laughs> great yeah that yeah, sounds good yeah uh next one's from hugo it says hey Banffcast, i just watched blitz on harlow's recommendation and really enjoyed it blitz that said living in london as i do a lot of the locations in the movie were places i see every day 
their bars, restaurants, and cafes I regular, regularly go to, hmm. and none of them were where they said they were. This ultimately affected my overall enjoyment of the movie, and in parts, it just ended up feeling like a poor Brit imitation of better American films. Now, not every American film is filmed in BMF territory, of course, but has the familiarity of a film's location ever gotten in the way of you loving the movie? As always, keep up the good work. Your celluloid bottom feeling has become an inspiration to scores of people. Crash and Burn, Hugo. Very few Crash movies are filmed directly around where, where we live. There's I, that it, one Travolta movie a few years back. Yeah, yeah. Devil's Advocate was set in our town. Yet some of some of it was filmed here. Really? Yeah. Devil's Advocate. Like what? Like um, with Keanu Reeves and Al Pacino. The, some of the exterior ah. shots, and that's what's weird. Is like there's 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 one shot where. They're supposedly in a New York office, and but if you look outside, it's like our shitty town or something. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's like it doesn't. Look, yeah. There's a couple parts where it, like yeah. you see stuff that looks very familiar to there around are, here. There, there's like one, maybe two places in Jacksonville you could shoot a city street and make it look like an actual city, yeah. like a big city. Yeah. yeah. But there's no way you could mistake it. And like, why would anybody want to set a movie here? I'm. That's the I thing. Is like, long it time. wasn't I even like supposed it, to be set here. That they just filmed some around here yeah. and out, like out west, like towards Gainesville and stuff. We we pop up though in a lot of descriptions because I mean we even popped up in The Walking Dead the other day, mm-hmm. um, in an episode. It's yeah, not a spoiler. Chill yourself. Um, Characters were just from there, but there was a running plot line on Fringe that involved Jacksonville for the longest time, oh. and eventually at one point they came. To Jacksonville. Was it to Jacksonville or to Jacksonville? It was Canadian Jacksonville. Mm. Oh, Toronto. Um, They they got as far as getting the cross streets exactly right. Really? Really. And my wife and I were very impressed that they did that. But then when they showed the scene, it was like... (laughs) Like mountains in the background? No, just... They've done. They came here several times. Came here several times. One was a city street area, which looked nothing like anywhere in here. And the other place... I don't remember the names of the streets, but they were accurate. Um, but then they also it just basically fl- anywhere Florida is just palm trees and and you know kudzu and and woods and shit. I was gonna say so, we don't even really have palm trees here that are natural. yeah no mm-hmm. no um, mostly yeah, yeah but I mean it's I can always tell like when it's Toronto or Chicago sure. feeding in you know standing in for whatever city the movie's supposed to be in yeah but I don't know I, I tend to just let that stuff go. Yeah, I don't worry about much it, on it too much. So, well, so many like so many big cities look frighteningly similar. That oh yeah, well hell, Gotham City has been a different city in every goddamn movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's always like now it's Philadelphia and now it's Chicago and you know. I, yeah, I I always found it was weird that movie Tigerland with Colin Farrell mm-hmm. that was filmed here. Uh, it was filmed here, but it was supposed to take place where I lived before I lived here, which was Fort Polk, Louisiana. So it was very strange for me to watch a movie that was filmed here that was supposed to be taking place where I used to live and didn't look like either one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Let us not forget the uh, the mentioning of Jacksonville in the Twilight the series. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. That's why the You're dad was yeah, going her. to play baseball. Right. Yeah. Jacksonville. Oh, yeah. going to play for the Suns, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Baseball's never been hotter. Yeah. Great. Nice catchphrase there, buddy. <laughs> hey, it's not I didn't come up with it. Neither did I. Uh did it came you have up any... in a thirty rock episode once too? They were talking about Jacksonville was a subplot. It, it comes up a I think lot. it's just a fun city to say. Well, no it's a, it you can say it and no one knows what the hell it is. No can no one could ever say, No, that's wrong, that would never happen there. People know that it's a city and there's a 
pro football team here, so it must it be of some considerable Florida. size. Yeah. But, but it's not. No, nope. it's not. It's not. Yeah. It's tiny. We're as shitty as Cincinnati. Oh, come Cincinnati. on. Have yeah. you ever been there? It's it's Jacksonville slightly north. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I like Sounds to think like of, kind of any, town. anywhere I would live as being anywhere or better than anywhere in Ohio. <laughs> All right, then. Okay. Didn't Cincinnati double for like Germany and the Avengers or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. They, that was Cleveland. Was it? When they trashed. Yeah. I, that city street where they were like supposed to be in Germany or whatever. It was actually Cleveland. Well, if, well, Cleveland was like when they blew up all the cars and the cars went flying. Yeah. Were, I think that like a lot of the big final scene was Cleveland. Okay. Yeah. When, if, you're, on, if, when you're on street level. Yeah. If you want to film Escape from New York, you go to East St. Louis. Right. Because that it looks like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Detroit. Yeah. You can film in the fictional always, city of Detroit. Always the if fictional you need a city of Detroit. Area. Mm-hmm. Yep. Detroit. A wasteland. Yes. Detroit. Delta City. So uh, we also have a, uh, a new song. What? Oh, from oh, listener yeah. Josh from Corpus Christi. I want to hear a new song. Oh, shit. I need to pull that up. However, nice stuff let's, here. Should we play it after the credits? Um, Sure. Play it as our I mean, outro. It is, a, it is a full song. Oh, okay. Contact our information. All right. So send us emails to bmf at bmfcast.com. Check us out on the website at bmfcast.com. Find us on the social media type stuff at Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube.com slash bmfcast. Find us on Stitcher, which is an app, a mobile app for all of your relevant mobile devices, which will stream our joy and serenity directly into your ears through the magic of Internet. Also, check us out on iTunes. Search for Bad Movie Fiends. Subscribe, rate, and review. We like good reviews and great stars. <laughs> Especially five of them. Especially please, five of them. Please give us five, five great jocks, stars. Five stars, that whole thing. So, So do that. And uh, finally, if you'll if you're watching the live stream, you will see Mackie uh, serenely petting the orange wonder, <laughs> the, Garfield the, the rock, <laughs> really of our podcast, the uh, the Garfield phone, Bamfcast hotline, nine one zero five jocks BMF or nine one zero five five six nine two six three. Make him ring. Help him support his lasagna habit. Make him ring. Make him ring. <laughs> make it ring. <laughs> make it ring. <laughs> or make him purr. I don't know what he does when he rings. He says he's only happy when it rings. (laughs) I hate Mondays. So let's get out of here, shall we? Oh, okay. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach. And I'm Chuck. And this is Bamfcast out. Listen for Josh's song now. Hey, Bamfcast. This is Josh and Corpus Christi again. I know it's been a while since I've sent a message your way, but I figured it was long overdue. Uh, Not only out of thanks for the 50 Years of Bond music set that you guys sent me, which is fantastic, and I definitely get a lot of play out of it, but also because, as you might know, this past Sunday... Adele won an Oscar for the Skyfall theme for the Bond movie Skyfall in the year of our Skyfall, 20 Skyfall. Anyhow, I figured this was as good a time as any to finally get back on the horse, send you guys a song. However, I'm not going to do Skyfall. That's uh, that's a little too obvious, a little too played out. But I, uh, I think this is going to be something nice and unexpected. Hope you enjoy it. We're no strangers to love You know the rules And so do I Of your command
this from any other guy. I just wanna tell you how I'm feeling. Gotta make you understand. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna run around and desert you. Never gonna make you cry. Never gonna say goodbye. Never gonna terrorize and hurt you. We've known each other for so long. Your heart's been aching, but you're too shy to say it. Inside, we both know what's been going on. Do you know the game and we're gonna play it? And if you ask me how I'm feeling, don't tell me you're too blind to see. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna run around and desert you. Never gonna make you cry. Never gonna say goodbye. Never gonna tell a lie. Hurt you. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna run around and desert you. Never gonna make you cry. Never gonna say goodbye. Never gonna tell a lie. Hurt you. Never gonna give, never gonna give. Never gonna give, never gonna give. We've known each other for so long. Your heart's been aching, but you're too shy to say it. Inside, we both know what's been going on. We know the game, and we're gonna play it. I just wanna tell you how I'm feeling. Gotta make you understand. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna run around and desert you. Never gonna make you cry. Never gonna say goodbye. Never gonna tell a lie hurt you. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna run around and desert you. Never gonna make you cry. Never gonna say goodbye. Never gonna tell a lie. Hurt you. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna run around and search you. Never gonna make you get it. Thanks again, guys. Just wanted to let you know that. You and the Oscar of my heart.